Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Jeremiah Poole and Abdullah Ruslan Amanov, both of House of Warrior Boxing Gym in Louisville, Kentucky. I appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're a fan of the show, even if this is your first episode you've ever heard, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by a couple returning guests in-house. I have 10 and 2 amateur record, Jeremiah Poole. Is that an accurate record, Jeremiah? I think it's... 11 and 2. I 11 think. and 2. Okay, so Jeremiah, welcome back to the show. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. You're still 17. Yeah. Okay, so that's significant. Uh, also, returning guest, we have um, gym owner and head coach Abdullah uh, Ruslan Amanov is your technical. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but you go by Abdullah. Abdullah or Ruslan. Okay. Ruslan. We'll we say maybe uh, Ruslan is like the middle name. <laughs> it's it's like a middle name. What's your full I w- name? I would like to keep it like that. <laughs> What's your full name? Uh, Ruslan Aminov. Okay. Now there was a boxer. Um, I think he may have fought Manny Pacquiao. Ruslan Provodnikov. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. He was Russia. all right. He was tough. Yeah. Russians uh, produce some pretty good boxers. If you look across like the heavyweight or the cruiserweight divisions, just a ton of Russians. Yeah. I mean, not all, but you know. Close yeah. to half, it seems Ar- like. Arthur, but I don't know his name. But yep. Uh, Bertabidek. Yeah, I so, watch him a lot. Bertabiv. Bertabiv. You know, David, uh, Muslim, Russian, David at our gym, was telling me how to pronounce it a couple days ago. Bertabiv. Say it again, please. Bertabiv. Bertabiv. He's a beast. He's got 100% KO ratio. Dang. And then the biggest fight to make in that weight class, in my opinion, at 175, would be him against... Bavol, the guy who beat Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were talking about him. They both Russian, right? Well, uh, yes. 
Bevol is like half Asian, but he's Russian. I think I have uh, Korean. Uh, I think yeah. that sounds right. Korean. What do you think of those two, actually? There's so many. I was excited when you said that, uh, Jeremiah, you got Abdullah to come on because there's a lot of different boxing topics <laughs> that we can talk about. What do you think? That's a classic matchup of a more of a defensive, um, like a Soviet-style boxer in Bavol yeah. versus a slugger, a knockout specialist in Bertabidev. I mean, both of them got power. You know what I mean? Uh, but I would say maybe... Uh I don't know. It's like fifty-fifty. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean. Did you watch that Canelo fight, Jeremiah? Yeah, I think I think uh, what's his name, Bevel. I think he'll outbox him. Like I uh, what's it called, Butter Butterbeef? Butterbeef. <laughs> he has a puncher's chance to hit like Bevel because Canelo was hitting Bevel a couple times. So if a heavy puncher like him, if he hits Bevel, he could probably hurt him. But. I feel like Beevil's like foot movement, all that. He'll. I mean, he's more technical. Yeah, he moves back and forth. Yeah, in and out. Yeah, he'll outbox him. But uh, but Tarbiev, he's just uh, his timing is good. Oh yeah, that's. When, I mean, when you when you see him fight, I mean, he don't see nothing really special. No, you're right. I was watching his highlights, like and I even watched a couple of his yeah, full his, fights, his and it wasn't. Timing. It was like, what the? F- he his, just his timing. Yeah, he's, he he has good timing. I guess is what it yeah. would be called. Yeah. Power and timing. It's interesting. That's kind of how wrestling is, too. You watch some people who are real good at wrestling, and if you watch them do the drills, you're like, I look like my, when I practice a takedown, it looks like that. Doesn't look much different, but they just have, like, the timing or something down. Mm-hmm. Kind of boxing is yeah. is like that also. Yeah. Some people necessarily don't look real good, like hitting mitts or hitting a bag, but mm-hmm. they are good like sparring and fighting. It could be opposite too. Sometimes people are good on, <laughs> on the mitts, but then you see them sparring, they look like crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, and, and I think that's in a way what makes all combat sports like appealing is it's like, oh, you look cool. Let's fucking find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? What kind of style is Jeremiah? Abdullah? Uh, good question, I right? Say, I would say more a boxer. Okay. What, what, more, thing, more a boxer. Move, uh, move in and out. Yeah. What do you mean by more a boxer? More a boxer than not Bert, a bro- Bert to Not a brawler. Okay. Yeah. Bert to B Dev is more of a brawler. But Uh yeah, I would say yeah. Jeremiah's a little bit more. His foundation is is real, almost like a Soviet style, like technical. I mean, I was his mix of. Everything. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, Jeremiah? Do you have a... And, and actually, Abdullah, I'll ask this. He's 11-2 and two amateur. Yeah. And when you're 11, you've had 13 amateur fights. Do you even know what your pro style exactly will be? Nah, definitely. I've been looking into stuff to, like, like looking at pros, like, how they train, and just, like, I'll see what they do, and I'll come to the gym, and I'll apply it to myself. But I don't, like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to find my style until either, like, my third pro fight or like second because I got to keep working until I like that makes sense really found it we're and still, he can we're bring still, it we're still working on it it makes sense he, he, he does some good stuff and he does uh, mistakes also so we're yeah. working on those mistakes and once he fixes mistakes then you know his style will become like part of him yeah. you know what I mean? but right now he, he does still have some mistakes okay 17 years old 11 and 2. How old were you when you took your first amateur fight, Jeremiah? Uh, 
think I was 15, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, 15. Oh, that's right. I was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. 15, I was there. Okay, 15. yeah. That fight was crazy. I, I I was so nervous. Like, I was shaking and stuff. Really? Like, but when I got in the ring and the bell rung, I was like, I don't even know. Like, I was throwing so many punches, so many combinations. Now I'm just like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I want to do it, but, like, I, that's one thing I know I need to work on because, like, I, I want to, like, throw a lot of punches. I just don't want to get caught. Sure. I don't want to get caught coming in. Because now, at that level, I was fighting a dude that was, like, he was three. He had three fights. I had I had zero. So I was going there a little confident. But now that I'm up here, like a lot of the fighters that I'm gonna be fighting is going like no like to parry a lot of stuff. So I don't want to get caught coming in. So that's what I'm trying to work on, like throwing punches, but without getting hit too much. Is that the fight that you fought with Rocky? Nah, uh, that Brian it? Hernandez dude. It was at Nicholas's show. Me ah, and Aaliyah. Me okay. and Aaliyah yeah, fought yeah, on yeah. that card. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, me and Aaliyah fought. Yeah. Eleven and two, so thirteen amateur fights. Coach Abdullah has cornered you for each of them. Yep. Is helping amateur fighters along through this process is this kind of your passion for your as far as your profession? Obviously, you have family and things like that, but when it comes to your passion, really, is is that what it is? Is your your boxing gym and helping amateur fighters along their journey? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was a fighter and. I didn't make it all the way the way I was planning, but now that I'm continue tr- uh, training my fighters, I still feel like I'm part of the boxing. You okay. I mean? so now you say when you they win, when they fight, I feel like I'm fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's my passion. Now you said uh, you didn't it, take it as far as you wanted to with the boxing or something like that. What was approximately what was your amateur record? Fifty-four and one. Fifty-four Dang. and one. Okay, and your pro record, I think, is four and zero. Oh. I mean, that's the United States, but uh, I fought when I was a little kid uh, back home. Uh, I don't know how many fights I got. I wasn't really like counting. When you're a little kid, they just take you to one place you fight, and you really don't track. <laughs> you moved to the U.S. when you were like thirteen. Uh, thirteen years. And you had b- started boxing at what age? Seven. Okay, and you moved here in like eighty-nine or something, right? 89, I left. We came in 90. Okay. So shortly after the fall of the Berlin Wall, like so a lot of change in that part of the world. Yeah. And you guys left the country, mm-hmm. came to the United States. But you, your foundation you picked up there. Uh, yeah, over there. But I did other sports too. I did uh, wrestling, a little bit uh, karate, taekwondo. I mean, I did uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but uh, oh, I, then at the end, I just got stuck with boxing again because we moved to the different area and there was no other like uh, sports over there. It was only boxing in that uh, that neighborhood, and I went to back to boxing. I just started boxing again. Do you think like karate and like jujitsu and wrestling? You think all the other sports help with boxing? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Flexibility, you know. He be telling me all the time, like when I be playing with the mirror, like wrestling and stuff, that I start doing it more because it helps with like when people hold you. Some people like they'll take your arms and like clinch, clinch them between. Yeah, so like it helped to like remove out of that. I'm also I want to start wrestling a little more too. It makes sense. I mean, you'll you'll you'll. the time will come. I mean, you when you fight brawlers, they like to make it fight ugly. They'll come inside and gonna try to push you and tie your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. So if you if you're not physically fit, like like strong, you're gonna be in trouble. Especially when if you get tired, 
at uh, like third, fourth round, if you're fighting pro, especially, yeah, like you're fighting like uh, six rounds, even and then at the end you're getting tired to move around, yeah, and there are brawls that come in and they are trying to hold you, then you get in trouble. Like the Klitschkos, that shit was ugly, but that was kind of like grappling. Yeah, they would like throw a punch and then they would basically like hug you and yeah, hold you and wait. then they back up and you're one, like fuck what do I do? Yeah, you like get mad. Clinch, one two clinch. Yeah, I mean what do you do to that? Like they're staying far away from you then they come in and throw one two and then they hug you. Yeah. You lose. So any any I would say any combat sports will help you in boxing. Footwork makes sense. Strength and everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see the crossover someone like Zach Pledger. Yeah. You know, he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, yeah. You know, there's times <laughs> when he first came, he was struggling with boxing. I remember with, uh, he, you, he, sp- you sparred Jeremiah. Jeremiah was hitting him a little hard. And then he... Uh, he, he yeah, he slammed me, bro. Yeah. I, I was right there. Oh, yeah, I was did, there. I saw that happen. He did double leg. He did a double leg takedown. He did it twice, too. Like, did he? We was light sparring. And I, uh, okay, so this is how it started. We was light sparring, and I had I didn't know who he was. Like, I had, like when I came, I was in the gym probably for, like, six months, probably a little a little over that. I think Zach was new, too, to the gym. Yeah, he was. We he was both. new, too, but Zach comes in. He's, like, really energetic, and yeah, people are like, who yeah, is this guy? Yeah. He looks like he's, like, ready to, to run a, a sprint in a yeah. race or something, you know? And you're like, who's this guy? Exactly. I didn't know who he was, so, like, we were sparring, and... I was I was I was going like I thought, and then he hit, he hits me he hits me like two a one two to my head, but like it's not like it was just like a it was like a boom boom, and then that's when I was like okay, now I gotta hit you back, and yeah. I, I started hitting him back, like I every time I hit him it was like I wasn't missing it was hard punches too, so out of nowhere he he goes like this, and then I'm like what are you doing, and then he he does it again he picks me up and slams me. And then uh, I, I looked at Coach. I'm like, I was there. Like as soon as, as soon as I'm on the ground, I'm, like I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't expect that, bro. Oh, coach of course was, you didn't expect was, the double leg. Exactly. Coach was watching us. So like, as soon as he slammed me, I didn't even look at him. I turned to Coach. I'm like. Like, like he just <laughs> we're sparring. Zach was struggling with that too. He, he he did it like a few other people too. Like you know, but uh, eventually he got used to it. Oh my! He did God. it to me uh, one time. Had, me and him had a talk. But, but th- yours was different because you guys were like sparring, going back and forth. It got heated. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "All right, I'm going for it. like it was MMA. Like it was MMA. Oh He's like, "Well, now's the time to shoot a takedown." <laughs> yeah. I was not. He, he don't do that anymore though. You know? Yeah. Thank. Yeah. He, 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 Zach is good. I mean, he is. Zach, you know what's Zach cool about... he got better in boxing and more confidence. Yeah. So he's like, fuck it, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not slamming nobody. <laughs> you know what's cool about seeing someone like Zach is because they're athletically in combat sports, he's been real good, one of the best in the state in wrestling for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he comes into a new new thing. You're like, okay, you haven't done this as much as the, this whoever else. or And you, he's got to show a little bit of humility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did. He didn't quit. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's admirable. Zach that is like, he's a good boxer. Like for, I want if you see him box, you would not think he's been boxing for how long he's been boxing. I think like, he had been hitting the bag and stuff at least for a while before he came in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did other uh, combat sports. I think he did like Muay Thai or some kickboxing. A little Dang. bit, I yeah, think. Yeah. So he he had thrown hands before, and I think his he knows how to kick also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is interesting because of um, you YouTube today. And the Instagram, even people can practice a little at home 
yeah. come in, look like they at least know how to throw a punch. That's actually that's what you did, Jeremiah. Yeah. yeah. I first when I first came, I, I've told this story. Yeah, yeah. Twice, it's it's still good stuff. Keep going. When I first came to Abdul's gym, I was like twelve or thirteen. And I was I was I was progressing a little bit, but I, I didn't like boxing. Like I did not like it at all. I came to the gym. I used to like my dad used to make me go because like I was bad in school. So like he he was like, if you're not gonna pass school, you better be. You gotta do something. So that I, first off, can I pause? That's fucking awesome. You got a good dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I mean, we don't really uh, talk like that no more. But well, I don't care. So maybe he's not the best in every way. But the fact that he did that, yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're not going to be good at school, at least have something you're real good at. Yeah. So, he brought me to the gym and we was tra- we was training for probably like 3 months. I was I was sparring Mikey, you remember Mikey? I was mm. sparring Mikey, Marlon, all of them. I was getting my ass beat, like beat. <laughs> and I was like, "Mama, please take me out of here. Please." <laughs> oh, please. I, don't, quit. I don't want Mama. I, <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. So, she kept. I stayed in. And I started to like it. Like, like, like. Okay, so from where I started to hate it, it's when I started to like it. It stopped because the money kept piling up. We couldn't pay it. Like we, like my family always been struggling with money. We couldn't pay it, so we had to. I had to stop. And while I was out, like at home, like I was like, I would just be sitting in my room, just thinking about boxing, just sitting there thinking about boxing. So what I would do, I was going on YouTube, look up, like, pad videos and stuff like that, and I would, like, have it on my TV on the wall, and I'll have, like, a little pair of Walmart gloves, and I'll, like, do pads with the TV, and then I'll run, shadow box. I had me a little Walmart jump rope. I jump rope, and then when I came back to the gym, what's wrong with the Walmart jump rope? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like it wasn't that good. But when I came back to the gym, I was like, I like Marlon. I had went with him, and I made the mistake of going in there thinking, okay, I have been at home training on TV, so now I can beat Marlon's ass. I went in there, and I started throwing hard with him. <laughs> I started throwing hard. With him. He hit me in my body, and then I was like, that don't mean nothing. And then he said. Boom! And hit me with a hook. With hook. Knocked me down. He knocked me down. I I rolled out the ring and I just I, I sat there like this. I, I sat there and I just I just sat there like this. And then uh, after that, I started working on my defense more. I started getting better and better. And then now it's just like I love it. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Everything is about boxing now. Now it's just boxing. So basically, boxing makes you humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I always I gotta thank Marlon for that knockdown. If it wasn't for that, yeah, I remember when he came back, old cocky. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you remember of Jeremiah the first time you started age twelve the first time? Uh, like thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. What do you remember of Jeremiah that first time around? Do you have vivid memories of him, or was he just another kid in class? <laughs> Probably I mean, just another kid. Uh, no, I mean he was a uh, kid, but I remember he was always cocky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna say technical or <laughs> cocky. <laughs> he was a kid that was just trying to box. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, the, all I remember, he always loved to spar. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing. You gotta love to spar yeah. to. to be a fighter. But when he so, came back, he a little bit grew, you know, a few inches. Yeah, you turn into a grown man. Big, yeah. yeah. And like he said, you know, he came back and he thought that, you know, he could do better. Yeah. But that, and uh, him sparring Marlon kind of humbled him. And Marlon always is like, like, put him like the a, worst guy to choose for something he, like that. Yeah. Put him on the check mark where he had. So he knew <laughs> what he had to train for and how he needs to train and how to get better, you know. So, hey. what he did, you know what I mean? 
I have a lot of uh, fighters they quit. Yeah. You know, even though we let's say we were talking about Marlon. I mean, Marlon uh, is a good kid, you know, but uh, I never expect him to quit boxing. Oh, know? okay, he for was football. Really good. Everybody was talking about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he he for the nationals. He really was doing really good. You know, but then just one day, just quit boxing. Went for uh, football. football. I mean, which is I mean that that's his choice. But I really thought that he's gonna have a good career in boxing. But, yeah, but uh, he could have too. Yeah, he was but good. I don't you know, see him you the know, other day. He's he, like two o five, super cut yeah. up. Like he's, he's a really thick. I mean, I, I thought because he started growing really fast. I think he hit the puberty uh, earlier. Sure. And we thought that he's gonna be really tall. You know, because he was tall for his age. Sure. But now I think he he stopped growing. I think he's like he's five ten or five eleven. He told yeah, me he's, he's five eleven. Like yeah. yeah, but he's height. thick. Oh like yeah, two o five. Yeah, and he's not fat. He's not fat. He's five eleven, two o five. But he is. I told him the other day while he was jumping rope, I was like, "You're about the same size as Mike Tyson." <laughs> yeah. Almost. I Tyson was like two twenty, I think. But yeah. I mean, that's not that far. Nah. But you never know. Maybe he will come back. But he came back. He said he wants to try boxing again because I think his uh, uh, football season is done. So we'll see. I Hopefully know. you do. And what he said about uh like where I need to train, that's exactly what what happened. After that knockdown, I went home and I was like like I I, I thought in my head, okay, now I need to find a way to beat him up. So like a couple months later, like we sparred again and I don't know if you remember I had his like nose bloody and like I like I touched him up a little bit. I remember you start giving him problems. Yeah, like yeah. so that's when I knew like I was like getting better. So that's when I, I just decided to stay with it yeah. and everything. You've probably seen – well, how, how long have you been coaching boxing, Abdullah? Uh, let me see. see. S- uh, seven years? Seven, yeah, okay. Seven, yeah, because I, I owned the other gym. It was like six years. Then we moved to this one. It's been one year. What was so the name of the other seven. gym? House of Warrior. Oh, the other location. Yeah, the other location. Okay. But, but uh, if, if you think about it, then I started a little bit early. Because I used to uh, coach boxing in other gyms, like with the five hundred two. Yeah, I used to do boxing classes over there and, and uh, uh, Jeremy's gym in Indiana. I started over there. I started actually doing uh, MMA with jiu-jitsu in the Jeremy's gym. Mm. Then he kind of asked me, "Okay, can you you want to do boxing classes over there?" And it was kind of new. And that's how I started learning how to uh, coach. You know what I mean? Slowly. How do you? Slowly, slowly, I started uh, learning how to do, uh, teach people in the groups. I mean, you 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 could uh, you could always teach a person one on one. That's not a that's not a hard part. But the hard part is to teach a big class of sure. a lot of people. Yeah. I can see that being uh, challenging. Being a leader, you know. You know it's I mean? it's unique because, uh, okay, I'm real familiar with local like jujitsu gyms. Mm-hmm. They'll have literally like Gracie, Kentucky has what, 15, 20 different instructors that teach adult classes, they'll teach the entire adult class. Dang. At our House of Warrior, we have Abdullah. And uh, I'm sorry. Coach Danilo. Danilo. Let's yeah, yeah, correct. I'm sorry, Danilo. Favorite coach. <laughs> and Zach's been helping with the kids. Yeah, yeah he's, he's every day there at the gym. And if, if, I don't know if I would do it without him. With Danilo? Yeah, yeah, he's always there and yeah. helping me coach. Yeah, I didn't mean to minimize Danilo, but what I mean is, and he even said this to me the other day, was basically like, 
you got to have somebody like Abdullah or so, you know someone who's credible. You had a real good amateur career. Yeah, you're, I think you're four and zero pro. Yeah, okay. So I mean, first off, why did you stop at four and zero? Had some stuff going on in life, man. You know, it wasn't easy in New York, and uh, struggling kind of. You know, I mean, I was uh, I was Christian before. Mm. You know, mm. but uh, I was. You told me before was, that one of your parents is Jewish, one is Christian. My father was Jewish and my mom was Christian. Yeah. Okay, so you were raised Christian. Yeah. Okay. So I prior lived, to, I lived with my grandparents, so my grandparents was Christian, so I grew up with them. At what age did you convert to being Muslim? <clears throat> I think I was twenty-two. Oh, okay. So most of your boxing career, was prior. Is it was done as a, a Christian? Yeah, but not only that, I was uh, kind of bad, making a lot of bad decisions when I was younger. But then when I became Muslim, a lot of stuff changed in my life. Uh, I, I got married. I was really struggling with keeping a job and paying rent in New York. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend here, Mike, you know, Mike Contero. She lives here in Kentucky. So... Uh, I told my wife, let's go check it out. It's easier to live here. And I always kind of liked it. I always come here to visit Mike, you know. So I always liked it here. And uh, I said, I told my wife, let's go check it out. If you like it, we go back, pack, pack our stuff and leave, you know. We came here to visit. So, yeah, like it. so we got the apartment, put deposit, went back, packed our stuff and came here. Dang. <laughs> now, this may sound personal, but is your, mice, yeah. is your wife a, a life-raised uh, Muslim? No. Do you guys her convert grandpa- to- Her grandparents are Muslims. My mom's uh, supposedly Muslim, but her uh, father is not Muslim. He's Christian, so she raises a Christian also. But uh, she had nothing to do. She w- she had nothing to do with Islam. So when I uh, uh, converted, then uh, one year passed. Uh, being me being Muslim, then uh, I met my wife, and a month one month later she became Muslim, and then we got married. And it's had a substantially positive impact on your life. Yeah. Her grandparents was uh, very uh, happy for her because they were Muslims. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the parents not so much. Like, well, no, what the hell? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, mine either. So, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, I mean, I understand. You know, yeah, religions are, faith, a, a, you know, uh, yeah. You know, if you're a different faith and if you go so other faith, you know, nobody's gonna like it. Yeah, know? but you know, for the most part, I do think. Most religions are, if someone's like, you show me a random Muslim who's real Muslim, real into it, Mm -hmm. and a random Christian who's real into being Christian. Mm -hmm. For the most part, they have similar values. Yeah. So it's not that. It's not like it's that different. If they're believers, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Not always the exact same, but for the most part. Yeah. Somewhat uh, family-oriented households. Yeah, a lot of similarities. So, Jeremiah, when's your next fight? Next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Who's your opponent? Uh, Ruben Jimenez. He's ranked number six right now. It's not next weekend, man. It is. It's the 27. Next weekend. Is it? Yeah. Hold on. Today's 10. No. Wait. Is it the 27th for sure of 27, May? 27, yeah. Oh, that's not next weekend? No. Sorry. Oh, my God. A couple Dang. weekends out. You got more time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, yes, He's yes, thinking yes, I got to yes. lose weight. Uh, Do you need to lose weight? Uh, like... It's 160, so like five pounds. I'm good. That's but nice. he's ranked number six. Uh, this is definitely like a step up fight for me. So I'm training like as hard as I can. Like I uh I'll be in the gym from four to eight, just straight work nonstop, and then I'll 
do more conditioning sprints, and now go home and run. I'm training as hard as I can for this because I know, like, I cannot make no mistakes for him. Like, I got to go in there and be on my 100% A game, no getting tired, none of that. And then I know if I win this, that means I can I can possibly win nationals. So I'm trying to, like, train as hard as I can for this. We're going to win. We're going to win. If you yeah. stick with the plan and do what you're supposed to do, then you win. Okay. Ruben Jimenez, uh, what else do we know about him? That's his name, but do, is he the same height as you? He fights uh, at 160, so he, middleweight. Is, a, is that called middleweight in amateurs? Yeah. Or it's just yeah. called 160? He's he's kind of a pressure fighter, Okay, but he's a technical pressure fighter. He doesn't just come for it. Like, he uses uh, foot movement, uh, head movement, jabs. So I know, like, I'm going to have to, like, either – I'm gonna have to try to push him back, or uh, like just stay in the pocket with him and either move when I have to. But he's kind of a pressure fighter. Do we know what his record is? Nah. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you? He got twenty no. fights, but we didn't. Look twenty, at him. yeah, twenty something. Or, or what part of the country is from? Where's the Where's the matchup at? It's here. It's here. Yeah, okay, it's a little okay. Not the same card as. Peter. No, Peter's a pro fight. Peter's a pro fight in in June. June, yeah, June. In that event's only pro fights? Only pro fights, yeah. I believe so, yeah. Is that how boxing cards normally are right now? Is that they're all pro or all amateur? Nah. Okay, Uh, they'll have a little bit of both. Nick's Nick's cards have a little bit of both. Sometimes. Usually when they make pro fights, they only do pros. They don't add add amateur. Okay. Sometimes... There'll be they a mixture. Add, they will add uh, amateur bouts, like maybe like one or two. Yeah. Amateur bouts. But. Who's the best boxer in the world right now? What's up, Jim? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, boxer, skill-wise, I got to go with Shakur Stevenson. But, like, like, right now, like, uh, like, to people that really don't know about boxing and, like, to... Fans and stuff, I would say Javante Davis. Can, okay, so Javante's the face. No, Canelo's the face. Javante's the titties. <laughs> Damn, you're fucking confusing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so I took with titties in the ass. What the heck? <laughs> and then... Um, I don't see. know who's the ass. Um, let's see here. Okay. This Saturday we have a. Ma- I'll try to stir up some oh, di- division Haney. between you two. We got a black guy and Devin Haney. We got an Eastern European guy oh, yeah. and Lomachenko. Oh, we never, we never about <laughs> Who's gonna win? Who are you guys cheering for? We Let me guess. Coach. We got coach. I like both fighters. Okay. Me too. Okay. But I don't know, man. At this fight, I would say fifty-fifty. Definitely. This, yeah. is, this like fight, that. this fight right here, is like. Like, Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, that wasn't a 50-50 fight. Okay. A yeah. lot of people say 50-50, but this fight right here, is. this is definitely a, this is the definition of a 50-50 Lamachenko fight. Lamachenko's got good feet, footwork. He moves around. And uh, Henny, yeah. he's he's good, yeah, but uh, what's for the Lamachenko, would not, I don't think he's going to have a lot of problems with him because he's not a, uh, Henny's not a, Pressure fighter. Yeah. And he's almost kind of like a Floyd, right? Yeah, he kind of like leaned back a little bit on his back foot and he shoots uh, when the time comes. You know what I mean? Counter puncher. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, which is dangerous for him too for Lomachenko. That's how Lomachenko got fought. Uh, I mean, he got dropped one time. What's his other guy? Tia uh, Lopez. No, no, not no, Tia. George. Uh, 
when he, when Lomachenko was coming in, he got a little bit relaxed and he got caught to the right hand and he got dropped. Remember? Yeah, it was uh yeah. Linares, George Linares, right? Jorge. Jorge Linares, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a definition of a fifty-fifty for you. I think uh. It, I I didn't even think about what he just said. How Haney's like on the back foot. That's I was thinking about like how Loma starts a little slow, like what he did with Tiafimo and in the later rounds. That's how he lost the fight because he lost almost every round. But Tiafimo was coming forward with power punches and stuff. Devin Haney is going to be going backwards, so Loma's going to be coming forward yeah. with all the with all the uh, ankles and stuff. So I don't know. But you know, like I said, maybe the the Haney's coach and his corner they know. His weaknesses, maybe Henny's gonna start coming forward because Henny is also a little bigger than Lomachenko. He oh, is, yeah. you can tell. I saw he walks uh, around uh, 150. So maybe is that he's right? gonna feel a little power over Lomachenko, like he's bigger. Yeah, he might start coming forward more, you know. Fights at 135, right? Yeah, 135, and he walks at 150, so that's pretty big. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. big. He's definitely longer and like taller. Definitely. Mm. Mm. Okay. Who's the best boxer ever? <laughs> you, you go, you go, you go. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, uh, that's hard. Yeah. Every yes, that, hard. you know, in every weight, there's a good boxer. Okay. So, yeah. what about the best heavyweight ever? Uh, I would say Mike Tyson. Man. Okay. Okay. You know I mean? He kind of he kind of made a history. Okay. Big history. Is that your uh, you know I mean? New York roots bias coming out? You were living there during oh, yeah. his heyday when you moved there when you were thirteen. <laughs> Right, the whole state of New York was probably all about him. Yeah, yeah. Right in '89, if you moved here not to New York in like '90, '90, that's right when Mike Tyson was the biggest thing in the world. Were you into uh, boxing? Nine, Did you? '90, I think he was uh, not yet. I think I thought so. young. I don't know. Check. Let's see. Were you big into following boxing at that time? Uh, Thirteen, probably no, not not like that. You know what I mean? Because I was doing martial arts when I came here. But I was in Kentucky, and I was—I um, remember watching Tyson fights when I was little because it, it was the I, biggest I, thing in the was, world. When I was fifteen, then yeah, I remember for sure. <laughs> so Mike Tyson's first pro fight was in nineteen eighty-five. So then, let's see. Like his first loss, I think Buster Douglas was probably around then. Let's see. Buster Douglas was in 1990, February 1990. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's think, do you think Mike Tyson would be uh, uh, Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury? Yeah. What? You think so? Yeah. If I had to bet, I would time, probably yeah. say. Not now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, oh, you mean in their primes. Yeah, in their You're prime, taking both yeah. of them in their primes. I would say I would probably go with Fury. But I think or, that's really wrong thing to say always. Because it's, it's like difficult a, to compare eras. I had I had friends that were talking about stupid shit like, <laughs> who you think would win, Muhammad Ali or Bruce Lee? <laughs> yeah, 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 different sports. Like, Bruce no, Lee, we didn't even man. compete. Yeah. No, man. somebody yeah. asked me that at school. And they they, they, they actually believed that Bruce Lee would win. I'm like, dude, he's a fucking yeah, little midget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he's a movie star first of all, and yeah, he was good at martial arts at that time. But come on, man, you can't. For an actor, he was real good. You can't uh, put to Muhammad Ali and Bruce Lee. Come on, man, that's a joke, man. You know? Yeah. No. And I, I'm not talking about the the, the people that believe in that. They look like MMA fighters, like they fought MMA. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, I've had people ask me who will win in a fight, Muhammad Ali or Javante Davis. Like dumb people just ask questions about boxing, just yeah. to ask questions. That's funny. 
Javante so so short, even for one thirty five. Yeah, he's like how tall? Five four? Five five? Five five? Yes. And and Muhammad Ali was six two, I think. Yeah, that's not the tallest heavyweight, but I mean that's a big difference. You think? Do you think uh, Deontay Wilder will beat Muhammad Ali? I think so. I think he can, yeah. he can knock him out, but mm. you don't think so? If I had to guess, I'd say no. I don't know though. You know, no, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Muhammad Ali was defense was good and he was moving a lot on his feet. So if Deontay Wilder hit him with a right hand, you think Muhammad Ali could take that? He fought with George Foreman. George Foreman. Rumble in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. He beat George Foreman. At the time, George Foreman was kind of known as. Yeah, he was a hard hitter, man. Very hard. Okay, no more. He was huge, too. And also, Joe Frazier did beat Muhammad Ali and he was a big hitter. But then Muhammad Ali came back and beat him twice, I think. Dang. So, I mean, he did fight some some beasts, and Sonny Liston, even at the time, was considered to be kind of like Mike Tyson or Deontay Wilder but, or something. But boxing is getting better. Okay. Yeah. Boxing, if you take uh, old boxing, like old school, when they used to fight with their hands, like with the fist. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very like – have that. you watched those videos? Yeah, yeah. I've seen some old I mean, if you take that boxing and take boxing now, it's like, I mean, come on. You know I feel I mean? like everything is improving. The rules yeah, you can't like take old fight and uh, compete uh, compare with the fighters today. Yeah. Okay, you know what I mean. I think Floyd Mayweather changed boxing for good. I think he did that because like how he like hit people and didn't get hit, and how he was undefeated. I think now every like fighter wants to be undefeated, mm. and so they don't want to get hit for real. So it's like. Now boxing is mainly about not like back in the day they didn't care about none of that they just got in there brawl. Now yeah. they just you hit wanna, me I hit you yeah 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 let's see who's gonna go down first <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> now people just hit not get hit yeah. good in a good way and in a bad way I'm tell I'm I'm gonna tell you why in a bad way from my view I have uh, kids especially young fighters the when they come to me and I'm trying to teach them basics. And before they come to the gym, you know, they watch videos, probably Mayweather, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they, they always drop their hand, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Their left hand, like they this. put it like this. I said, dude, man, you cannot do this. Mayweather, when they when they taught Mayweather basics, they never told him, drop your hand and put it on your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're always struggling with it. I have kids, like, they, they're really struggling until they get sparring a few times and the guy really, like, hit in the face. Yep. Then they learn the lesson. They start picking up, try to st- stick with the basics. I made that mistake you know? when I got dropped my Marlin. I was doing this. Philly show I was just on YouTube with it, so I just thought, like, I was doing this. And then Floyd can get away with that because his head, <laughs> he's like... Yeah, he's Floyd. Yeah, but Floyd. Not, not only that, he developed that in years. Sure. Yeah, you, you could know? tell Floyd, hey, go shadow box with your hands perfectly up, and he would, and it would look perfect. Yeah, Right? Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. knows you, how to do it. You don't know your basics. Yeah. Then when you develop your style, and then you have enough experience to get away, like, get away with it, you know what I mean? When you, If you fight like that, then you could use it. Yeah. You know? Even Floyd, to the point we were making earlier about us not knowing quite what Jeremiah's style is yet, Floyd, when he was down at 130... And 135, before he started making a bunch of money, he was, like, knocking people out. Yeah. He just kept moving up to make more money. Then Philly Shell defense was his yeah. thing. And he was like, this is how I can make a lot of money. He just kept winning. And so yeah. that was his style, I think, because of that. Yeah, it worked for him. It doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. Sure. Yeah. So people should stop copying other fighters or create their own style and become what they are, not somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why because they they copy a lot and they're not doing so good because it's not f- not for everybody. Everybody got first of all, everybody got different type of body, mm. uh, different character. 
you know some ways. some people don't have aggressive care character some have you know so you have to be uh, according to you what you are can you be a real good boxer without having an aggressive character real good like real good nah, i don't think so i mean you could be a fighter but there i think there's somewhere in your career you you're not going to make it yeah. you know what i mean you you, you every uh, as a human being and you if you're a warrior or you're a fighter you have to have a, some kind of aggressive you know yeah. you have to be a, aggressiveness in you yeah, it's like, got to be at least in there somewhere yeah, yeah. at some point like even amateur pro like some point you can win as many fights but somebody down the line they're going to test like if you got dog in you like if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't got dog like you don't got no dog in you like, as a boxer, you can't make it. Like, there's no way. Because not having dog, it's like heart, heart. If you get hit and you don't have a dog, you're not you're going to be defensive the whole time, not wanting to get hit, lose the fight off points. Instead of, like, thinking, like, what can I do to fix that? Like, me, when I went with Juicy, you remember I, I go with Juicy. I used to, like, he'll hit me and then, like, I like I can see he's pro. He got a couple fights. He got power. So, like, I'll try to stay away from him. Now, like, he'll hit me and I'm just like, like, like I won't, I'm gonna get them back. So you just gotta have dogging. No, that makes sense. Uh, when when Anthony Joshua knocked down Andy Ruiz Jr., remember that knockout, the upset. Andy uh, Joshua knocked down Ruiz, and he had the like the dog, or you know he he's like, oh shit, it's time to go. So he hopped yeah. up and he just attacked. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that. Yeah. <laughs> you got humiliated. Madison Square Garden, yeah. national TV. Are you now going to be a bitch, or are you going to go nuts? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Pretty much. That's exactly what I mean. They say that some. I've heard someone say in a podcast one time that that's when someone's the most dangerous is right after they got knocked down. Yeah. Because they're like, I almost just died. I'm. Who, ca- <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Maybe. You ever get knocked down in a fight, Abdullah? No. I mean, I got like uh, stunned, like you know. Dang. For a second, Leo, you you uh, you got like, kind of like blackout. Do you remember for a second, like <laughs> so you didn't you, fall yeah. down, but you were maybe kind of yeah, out. Yeah, okay. okay. You, f- you feel like your legs kind of like uh, give out a little bit. How am like, I still standing up? And yeah. then you, your eyes like get a black. Like, okay, like it goes you, real you, quick. You go back to yeah. normal. Yeah, it goes real. I had quick. those things, but never got knocked out or anything like that. I but mean, which is good. Never knocked down or anything. <laughs> Not on the ground. No, no. Dang. Thanks. Out of your four pro fights, do you, like, know who's the toughest, who's the toughest one out of all of them? It was your beginning, so you probably wasn't fighting nobody, like, good, but... Actually, I fought decent fighters. In your, yeah. in your my, beginning? <laughs> my, the, the first fight that I had, uh, I had no manager or promoter or anybody like that. I just, uh, they just gave me the guy, and I, I took it, you know what I mean? What? And, uh, I mean, the guy was pretty good. He was really uh, tall, skinny. It was the, the I believe he was the Dominican, what? and uh, and uh, his amateur career was pretty good too. Uh, he fought uh, Louis Calazzo in amateur. That's how I was talking to Louis Calazzo because me and Louis Calazzo was from the same gym, and uh, I asked him, "So how is he?" He said, "Yeah, I fought him in amateur, but he he said he he's he's good. I mean, he's okay, but he's tough." He said. If you hit him, he's just gonna keep coming. Damn, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and that's how he was. And, and we fought. I mean, four rounds. I mean, I knocked him down one time, but he got up. He kept fighting. Dang. You know? yeah. Wait, what weight did you fight at? The one fifty three. Dang. 53. That's a pro. I should have went down though. 
Yeah. Like 147. Yeah. But, yeah. It's crazy. I think if you have a real good amateur career, sometimes early in your pro career, they put you in with real good people. Like yeah. Loma, his second, let's see, I'm looking at it. Loma, his second pro fight of his career, he fought Orlando Salido, who's like former world champ. And he lost. So Loma started his pro career one and one. Man, I don't even want to talk about that fight. He really didn't lose that fight. It says split, oh, split yeah, decision. Yeah. How, many, how many low blows and the referee not even didn't even say <laughs> one time. Warning. You watched low that? blows and everything. You know what I mean? The the, the whole fight with Loma was just uh, concentrating and blocking blocking his balls. <laughs> I'm serious, man. He was always told he's gonna get hit in the you know Did low you? blow, and that, that that's why in the, in the referee dreaming. Said one time anything. Dang. Abdullah, were you a fan of Lomachenko's at that time because of his amateur career? Yeah. When he started him. Do you remember when that fight happened? Yeah, we watched it. Yeah. Dang. You was following him all the way from amateurs? Not from amateurs. Well, he won two gold medals. So, I mean, yeah, but I if mean, you win two gold medals, then, you know. As an amateur, maybe I like I, I saw him a little, but he wasn't like that. Yeah. But when he started... The way he's, the way he started coming in and fighting professional, I mean, uh, it was very noticeable. You know what I mean? And then, of course, the prop, uh, the people was pushing him forward. You know, they made it happen. His Co- second pro fight, he got a, a yeah. former world champion. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's yeah. substantial. And yeah. also because I think he started late. I think from uh, uh, prof- professional. He started. He late. should have uh, started maybe a little early. Mm. But I'm not, not, not. I'm not a judgment. You know what I mean. So, I mean, everybody got diff- difficulties. In I think his dad is his coach. Yeah, his dad. And his dad uh, is also Usyk's coach. I think. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I think they were concentrating more on an amateur career because mm-hmm. he won first time Olympics. Then they said, okay, let's do another one. You know, they should have started him a little bit early, maybe to start fighting pro. Yeah. He would have been maybe less injuries and shit, but uh, he had a lot of uh, like hand injuries and stuff like that. Even the guy that who does his uh, hand wraps, I mean, the wraps his hands before the fight, mm-hmm. he chose them to wrap because he he went through to some people, and he didn't like the way they were uh, doing his hands because his hands are a little fra- fragile, like me, uh, b- broken and stuff like. Floyd that. too. It and seems like uh, a lot of boxers get with yeah, their hands so, are fucked up. So the guy that who does uh, his uh, wrapping. He 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 likes the way he raps, and he only keeps him. Interesting. All the time. Yeah. Dang. Well, good for him. I mean, that those are. You ever had any hand trouble, Jeremiah? Uh, nah. No. I mean, like, I guess it's relatively early. To my mom has something that's called like car carpal tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So sit like, at a computer, t- or you know, you're doing work maybe at a computer, and you're typing a lot or something. Sometimes yeah, your hands will get. And I think it's like slowly coming to me like every now and then like my hand would tense up and like it's like hard to like move like that but I don't really have hand problems I have back problems oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> can That's we it. can we directly re- um, tie those directly to when Zach Pledger did the sneak double leg takedown on you is that what happened <laughs> nah, nah it was juicy he hit me in my back oh, okay. he hit me in my back and like like, I did the shoulder roll, and, like, I blocked his body shot, and it hit my back. Like Damn. His, his punch came down here, and it hit my back. And, like... It was with pretty good power. Yeah. yeah so, he was complaining, and he's like, he was back, it was hurting. Yeah, and then ever since He then, came in the corner and said, man, my back hurting. <laughs> so, you good to go? I said, yeah, 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 I'm good to go. My back is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
It was yeah. at House of Warrior. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I I never forget that day. When I woke up in the morning, I got up to, and I like to just stand up like I regularly do. I said I went like this, and I just sat back down because my back was like, nah, I couldn't do it. Is it better now? Yeah, it's better now. After sparring Murray yesterday, he hit me again, same place with the same power. So. <laughs> Now that you're announcing it on the podcast, everybody's going to go for that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, shit. Let's cut that piece. Cut that piece. Oh, my God. Can I have people aiming for my back? Uh-uh. Who would do that? Who do we it's think? It's not easy, though. We got to, you know, don't let them take your back. Yeah. <laughs> Abdullah, uh, you heard the episode uh, with Yosniel and Luis Pita. Yeah. Uh, tell me about those guys. Where where the hell they come from? What who are they? Shit, Cuba, man. <laughs> <laughs> how did they how did they end up at our gym? What happened? Uh Yasnia came uh I think he was uh when he came he, uh here in Louisville, I think uh he went to Jeremy's gym. Yeah. I forgot how he ended up over there, I don't remember exactly, but I think he was there either one month or two months. And then I believe uh Carlos who you know, Anthony uh Gonzalez, the Chico's father, he told him. I think I believe he he told him to uh, come to this gym. And he came to the gym, and since then, yeah, it's been I think one year already. One uh, year? Yeah. Sounds about right. I think now, Luis, not as long. Luis, uh, Luis is a couple of months. Couple of months. Something like that. I think a few, maybe three or four months is my guess. Yeah, yeah. But four, four, maybe five, even. Yeah, something along those we've lines. Had, we've had like. Over the, over the years that I've been with Abdul in the gym, we've had so many Cuban fighters. Like, they'll just come in the gym, show that they're better than everybody in there, and out of nowhere, they'll stop boxing. They'll just stop boxing. Yeah, not a lot of boxing. Well, it makes sense because you get to a new country, you're like, I know I'm good at this. Yeah, Let's I, go sh- do had, something fun. For for some of the time, I, I just lost my belief in them, man. Because some of them would come and they were real good, but you know they need to work, and a lot of them like you know shiny stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Cubans. Or, yeah, bling bling, you know. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, yeah, cars, you yeah. Know, and they say, okay, this is hard work, man. This is gonna take time, so they they rather go and get the regular job, and you know. They have to. Well, you gotta pay rent. You know, I'm not judging anything, yeah. but uh, I'm just saying that I I kind of lost hope. But yeah. When Yasnil came, I kind of you know I said, okay, man, this guy wants to box. You know? Yeah, you, you and uh, like like I said, this is not guarantee. He's a good fighter, but I it does, it's I'm not even like I learned my lesson been coaching that it's not no fighter is guarantee. Yeah, you know, there's some time some things could be in his life that could change everything. He's, anything can happen. I could change all his motivation to box. You know what I mean? So right now, I mean, I see him. Become a good fighter, yes, Ned. You know what I mean? He's, he could be a... I believe in his weight, 115 pounds, he could be a world champion. The way he fights. You know, very te- uh, technical, uh, um, mostly very aggressive. I was going to say, he's you an know, aggressive he guy. Heart. You can look at his face sometimes and he's just kind of like... He got a This heart. guy's aggressive. I'm talking about yeah. too much heart, man. Okay, yeah, and That's yeah. what I'm struggling with right now. Well, that's not a bad he's thing for a boxer, is it? Sometimes he gets, like, mad. Like, he gets hit. He's like, well, fucking guy, I got hit. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to hit you... You hit me one, I'm gonna hit you twenty. You know, like yeah. that's he got added. He's gonna, but that's uh, I'm struggling with this, like because you cannot be like this in professional. Okay, you know what I mean. I mean, it works for him for now, but more more rounds he's gonna go. He needs to learn how to come down a little. You know, 
Yeah. And now Luis is Luis to Moraveira too, and both of them actually from the same gym, from from the same city in Cuba, you know. And uh, childhood Cuba, friends from Pinar del yeah, Rio. They, they they knew each other from se- uh, since like seven years old. Seven eight years so, old. Yeah, yep. Same gym, and uh, that's the, crazy. And that, uh, but the Luis when he came here, he I think he came to Texas, and uh, Yasnel called him and said, hey. Come over here. I got a good job. Yeah, we got a bit better, bit better job over here to find easier jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah that a, there's good gym. And he came from Texas here. So that's how they end up over here together, you know? Uh, uh, my favorite is, uh, remember when um, Diover came? And he, I like Diover. He's real nice. Yeah. But he came in with another Cuban guy. Not as tall as Short. him. A little shorter than him. But he Me was, and him used to go to war. But what I was going to say is he came in, and the first time he came, I'm just there, you know, like, just doing class, but watching. I always try to watch. Who's that? You remember the short? He would be uh, wearing purple. I, f- I remember, I forget what his name was. Cuban? You, yes. Yeah. He came in with Diover. The short, uh... I don't think he was too short. He was shorter than Diover. I think he was maybe about your height. Yeah, he was kind of my height. Short, kind of, not short, but he was, he was bald, uh... Like we we spar one time we was just going like back and forth. Uh, the, it was a Cuban guy. He was kind of like my skin color, mm-hmm. bald. Ah, know? okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah I remember. We used to go to war. Bro. But 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 my favorite thing about him was I saw when they first came in, and I'm just watching. You know, you the gym owner. You're like, okay, what's going on here? Jeremiah, you're like, all right, who do I have to fight? I'm just like chilling, <laughs> watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting the bag or something, oh, like going oh, real oh. slow. Oh, but he, he said this about you. You're <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, 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 guy were, the guy that I'm talking about, not Diover, the other guy, he came in and I think he brought like two girls with him and then he started sparring someone immediately and the girls were like with their cell phones recording and it was getting heated and I was like, holy shit. Like <laughs> if you bring a couple of girls with you and they're just standing up recording while you're just going really hard on someone, yeah. that's kind of like setting up a, right? Yeah. Kind of setting up a possibly bad situation. Yeah. Right? Trap for your own self. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it may not be safe for you, too. Yeah. He, I mean, everything worked out. I'm just saying, I remember, like, confident guy coming in, dressed yeah. up in nice clothes, wearing flashy stuff, sunglasses inside, stuff like that. The, the, you, now that you mentioned the girls coming and watching the boxing, when I, w- when I was younger, when I started boxing, and I started City Boxing Club, which in Brooklyn, New York, uh, the Jimmy, right, the coach, he passed away a couple of years back. He's, he was old already, but uh, he was the owner, and he, you know he he uh, created a lot of uh, good boxers from that gym. You know, uh, he he would uh, sometimes he would uh, we would have outside the boxing gym. He would have uh, like handball courts in New York. Handball, handball. Okay, court, okay. Yeah. So everybody like especially in the summer, everybody's hanging out outside. So he would bring the girls. And, put, and sit him on the couch. We used to have a couch next to the ring, and he would tell us, "Let's go spar." And he would do that on purpose. He would do that, so we will try our best. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> people are beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> smart. That's smart. If you want people yes. to go crazy, yeah, uh, that's smart. You that should is. Do that, coach. <laughs> <laughs> no handball courts, man. Hey. People not hanging out. Yet. <laughs> I don't think my wife would be as supportive of me coming in if you started that as a policy. I don't think. Right. It's a good idea, though. And also, we had some. Uh, uh, like I said, we had, uh, it was kind of a bad neighborhood at that time. 
Yeah. I believe Galil better now over there, but uh, a lot of uh, young uh, guys over there they won't get into the argument and they want to fight. So the the local uh, the police they were like also a security within that neighborhood. They will bring. It's crazy now that I'm thinking about it. They don't do this anymore. Everything changed. Yeah. At that time, the, po- the those police they will bring those guys inside the gym. And we had the coach had an agreement they could uh, uh, peacefully, like uh, not peacefully, but they they could solve the problem inside the ring. That's cool. It's kind of yeah. like what you did. Yeah, what you have done in the gym. If there are people people are arguing, let them. And know. a lot of those the, the, from both of the side people would come inside, you know, and they would watch, and everybody was yelling, and then like fair fight, they would, they they fight. Some of them had problems leaving, but some of them they shake hand and they would leave the gym. And we had this all the time, and that shit was so funny because we as a boxer, we you know how to box, but they won't come in. They didn't know how to box. Just <laughs> so so much shit talking. But after like few uh, like few one minute or few minutes, they were. Like <laughs> <laughs> so both of them wouldn't know how to fight. It's two people off the street. Yeah. Can we do that at, at House of Warrior? I don't know. Bro. Need <laughs> some kind of special waivers. <laughs> yeah, we could find a couple crackheads or something and take them in, right? Would you allow uh, us to do that if we did th- if they signed the waiver? Crackheads, uh, longest is <laughs> what? It's legal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, I do think one thing we should start doing in the gym is something I heard about on Floyd Mayweather's thing. It's called like doghouse rules. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think I should. We should try that. What's that? Day. Like it's like where you spar until one person quits. No breaks, nothing. Just straight sparring until one person quits. So two people are going against each other. Yeah, and it's just like one round, and then y'all spar. Y'all can go 15, 15 minutes that round. I oh, we so it's, do that one day. it's it's a uh, it could be a one hour one um, hour long my, round. My job, my job. Uh, this is uh, part of the show. I'm not a showman. I'm yeah. not putting that shit on the on the YouTube anyway. Yeah. So for me, it's not a show. For me, as a coach, I need to build my fighters, not uh, break my fighters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, right. You, know you got to I mean? prepare them specifically for competing. Yeah. Marcus yeah, the Queensberry to, rules. Yeah, I'm not trying to put them in here and be like, "Hey, box until you freaking die." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. But if they weren't your fighters, it would be fun to watch. Yeah, but also <laughs> I'm. Pu- yeah, like I said, I'm not a showman. You know, that's a show. You know? <laughs> It would be fun to watch, though. So, stylistically, when you start coaching Abdullah, when you start coaching someone from Louisville, okay, versus someone who grew up boxing in Cuba, is it very similar as from a coaching perspective, or are there big differences between the two? You say you could save people from here and from Cuba. Yeah, for example. I mean, yeah, they're different. I mean, different styles and everything. What's yeah. what are and, Cuba, and what are Cubans if, more like? And also, if you even in Cuba, there's different schools. Okay, you know what I mean. I had some Cubans. They were like technical, moving out, doom, doom, doom. You know, and some just like bros. If you like look, look, yes, Ned. You know, he's I mean? aggressive. You're right. That's yeah, not quite a Cuban style. You're okay. It, it is Cuban, but in, it, it's in not. But there's different schools. I see. You know what I mean? Different schools. Yeah. So like, for me, like to show him some stuff with the footwork, he gets it quick when I show him. Sure. Right? I can see that. But sometimes he struggles with it, you know, with some stuff. And okay. I'm thinking, man, man, this is like basic stuff in which they used to teach in Cuba and Russia school. Right, but when he, with the school that he came from, it's a little bit different. Okay, you know what I mean. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I mean, for me, uh, commu- mean them communicating, 
it's uh, not not hard. I mean, Daniel is making it easier. He's translating everything, and he's a good translator. My wife listened to that episode I did with yeah. Yosniel and um, Luis, and Danilo was translating, mm-hmm. and she said he's a very good translator. Yeah, I mean, he I went to high school here, so, I mean, he's, like, real good at Spanish and real good, I think, equally yeah. good at English and Spanish. Yeah. I mean, his Spanish is bad, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he understands really good English. That's what I mean. Maybe sometimes he's struggling to say something, you know, but he translates really good in Spanish. I, I don't understand Spanish, but I can tell when he talks to them, they, the way they reply to me, I understood that uh, Daniel is translated to them really good. You know what I mean? It's accurate. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's easy, even though sometimes when I'm training them and they, they don't understand everything that I tell them, but me as a coach and uh, being a boxer before, it's like a boxing uh, language communication. It's its own yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, it's not like, even English. Like when yeah. he holds up the pad, you know, like to throw a jab. Or yeah, and then I, they know some words. I say one, two, one, two, slip two. You know, they understand that, which is like they got used to me already. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and I think they are practicing English. They are both getting a little yeah. better at English. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And me as a box, ex-boxer, like sometimes like if I can explain to them by words, I can show them. Sure. And they'll get it and they'll do it. Sure. So it's like a boxing language. I said. Jeremiah, what'd you say? You snail what? Uh, yeah, Neil's English is so funny. Every time he says something <laughs> to me, English, I just start. I don't think I've heard him speak English yet. Bro, he be like, "Thank you, bro." And oh, I just, okay. I just, I just be like, "Oh no, this English is funny." Man. He's laughing at himself. When well, sometimes he says something, he's laughing at himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, how hey, I am. Look, look, coach. I said this. I see. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you you have to be like that. Is what I'm told. You learned a new language. Yeah, of course. At age what? I mean, I was 13. I mean, you didn't know English at all before age 13? No. What? All I knew, all I, the first words I, I learned was the curse words. Of course. <laughs> me, Spanish? Me too. I can tell you all the how to say the names of like drugs and what? cuss words. Yeah. And that's just because I grew up working in restaurants with Spanish-speaking people. And I used to fight almost every day in school. Really? Yeah. In New York? Almost every day, man. Because me, me coming from back home over there and me being a fighter in a young age... I had uh, like a pride, you know. You should tell like, him. You can't mess with me, you know. And when I came here, I took every word literally. They, they would say mother, fuck, you know. Okay. And I was like, oh, you my, my mama? And I, I would like <laughs> right away stop fighting. You know what Dang. I mean? You should yeah. tell him the story how you and Mike came friends, bro. That is oh, you know Mike Kantaroj? That's yep. the best story. Yeah. I, <laughs> I came here the, when I was 13. I think he came here when he was 12. So he, he lived before me one year. So he already had a little bit of language. He know how to language. So at that time, when the, uh, everybody started uh, immigrating. So not a lot of immigrants at that time. So the schools that had no... Uh, uh, program for program people to learn yeah, English. Yeah, yeah, you sell... Then I had none of them. So the, when you you come there, they put you with everybody in the class. So I only had him as a Russian kid in my class, and they put me on purpose with him and told him that you need to translate everything and help him out in the class. So and he 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 hated it. He hated it because oh, I'm sure he, he was still trying that, to learn. He didn't want no. He didn't want the attention or everybody like Americans. Everybody be like the fucking immigrants, you know. <laughs> and at that time, like I said, it was not a lot of immigrants, so uh, yeah, not a lot it's of people different. was. Uh, familiar with us sure you know what i mean when we came there everybody was picking on me every day right. because i didn't speak and he didn't want to be picked too because of me you know sure. and uh every time somebody would say something to me he would uh, translate on purpose 
different stuff. So I was getting thrown in a fight. I used to get in a fight. <laughs> he would tell you someone was talking shit yeah. about you when they weren't? Yeah, all the time. Just so, so me and him uh, separated. <laughs> so, you know. And then w w one time in the class, we were sitting together. He threw a gum in my hair. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike, yeah, Mike. He was sitting right next to me. He threw a gun in my hand, got stuck, right? So I got up, I got, I got enough of his shit. So <laughs> I got up and knocked his ass out in the class. <laughs> yeah, he knocked him out, bro. Now they're best friends. Yeah. One punch was you just kind of punched yeah, him. Yeah, he once? was sitting down. I get up and I, when he was sitting, I just punched him. One punch. Yeah. yeah. So he fell, uh, you know, and then. Uh, I, I didn't know English, so the, the teacher started like yelling at me, you know. And I, I tried to explain to I didn't start first, and I, I as, uh, like I'm translating I'm translating from Russian into English, but you I were trying to a little bit yeah, yeah. wrong way. I said I'm sure. he started. Uh, no, I said he he won, right? I, I'm trying to say like he started first, but I said he won. Like he number one, you know, like he's not the first, you know. <laughs> Who knows? He's yeah. like, what the hell is happening? So this, she 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 took both of us and sent to the. Uh, Principal's office. Yeah, uh, dean office, yeah. Okay. And when we were there, it's so so strange. At that time, like, now I'm thinking, like, how the hell she did that, man? She took scissors and she told Mike, go in the hallway and cut the gum out of his hair. And I'm thinking now, how the, why did she do that? To give him scissors? That, that, what if he stabbed me with it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? At that time, I don't know, it was a little bit different everything, you know? Sure. And she, he went And out. you and him had just fought each other. You yeah. just punched him. Yeah. Now he had scissors. scissors. Now he had scissors. Yeah, and he, he took on purpose a bunch. Like almost too much, all to the ball. I had uh, at that time. I had more hair than now, you know. <laughs> and he cut the gum out of the, on purpose, like too much. You know, I had like a bald spot. <laughs> oh my god! And later on, I mean, he, I, I stood up for Mike uh, a lot of times, you know. And uh, after that, we became like really good friends, like really close. Kind of like family. Yeah, my parents knew his parents, but at certain time, his parents. Uh, didn't want him to be my friend. Because you were a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. I had that. Yeah, actually, the, the, his parents used to come to my house and talk to my parents, made in the deal, like, yo, we need to keep him apart. <laughs> now, but now it's different. They're oh, like, yeah. You're very responsible yeah, yeah. family man now. So yeah. now they're like, oh, shit. You know, they've been friends for since for many years. And, you know, we're good for each other. So Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a marriage, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you've had a friend, I have some friends that I've had for, like, my oldest friend is David Rafferty since... I, so, for 32 years, I've been friends with him since I was seven. Yeah, that's good. That's and we fought. You know, if, you have, if you're friends with someone that long... You're going to fight. You're probably yeah, going to fight. Yeah. I mean, Mike, even when we were friends, sometimes I think one, uh, if you ask him, he'll tell you the story you will laugh about. I think for one year we didn't talk. You know why? Because we were playing uh, Nintendo. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was something, something uh, didn't, uh, went off and I was trying to connect and he called me, you stupid, right? I said, you called me stupid? <laughs> and I left. I didn't talk to him for one year. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in New York. <laughs> yeah, we were little kids, man. What? <laughs> Shit. He called you stupid. Yeah, that, that, I, when I left, I came with the stick. I was trying to break his window. And <laughs> oh my god! Over some stupid shit. <laughs> that is the type of shit that happens when you're a kid. Yeah. That's crazy. Abdullah, um, Aliyah, and Amir are both amateur boxers. Mm -hmm. What is the plan for their boxing careers? I mean, uh, Aliyah got matched on the same show that Jeremiah is fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Very yeah. cool. So What's Aliyah's record? I think supposedly she's uh, main, main event. event. She's fighting uh, Dorico. Uh, uh, One of Dorico's girls? Oh, Dorico's daughter. Daughter, yeah. Maya. Okay. Maya, I think, yeah. 
What's her, do you know what Aaliyah's record is? She got like 10. She got 10, 10 fights? 10 or 11, yeah. yeah. Dang. 10 and what? I think 7 wins and 3 losses. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I think she got 10. And Dorico, Dorico Murray, real nice guy. I like him. Mm. Um, his daughter is obviously about the same age, same weight. 16. Alia's 15. She's 16. Same, almost about the same, same, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so is fighting one thirty. She actually walking around now one twenty eight. Mm-hmm. She got problems eating, so that's why I didn't put her low. I did. I could have put her twenty one twenty five, but I didn't do that because she already barely eating, and I don't want to like starve her and feel weak. So okay, yeah, yeah. So she'll put her one thirty. So uh, the other girl needs to come. She's a little heavier right now, but she needs to cut weight and come one thirty. I told I told her if she, because they fought already before. That, that's a rematch. Who won the first time? The other girl won, but oh, uh, okay. we really thought the fight was really close, and we we thought. Uh, yeah, I watched. It. I thought the, uh, we we thought Aliyah won, but uh, I guess that's why we're doing a rematch. Sure, that's you know cool. I mean? Yeah, but the other girl is very really tough. You know, she's uh, very known in the uh, Kentucky community. Boxing community, yeah. Okay. She fought nationals too. She she won nationals before, just like Alia. So it should be a good rematch. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about Amir? Amir? <laughs> it's really hard for me to find him fight. He's 14 years old, and right now he's 175, 175 okay. pounds. Okay. I mean, I always uh, put his names everywhere. Let's like, try to submit his names for the show, but it's really hard to find him anything. He's, he's always ready to fight, probably. Uh, yeah, he's always in the gym, you know, sparring, but, you know... Like I said, he's a big boy. He's not really tall. I mean, he he grew like in this little past year. He he's grew. taller than you. He's a little bit tall. Yeah, he's like one inch maybe tall. Something like now, that. Yeah. I remember seeing him the he's other five, day. He's five, five, eight and a half now. Okay. So uh, yeah, he's grown and he's fourteen. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna be more, you know, taller. Yeah. But he's heavy. That's the problem. I can't find him. I. I'm pretty sure that when his age will like maybe 17 and he'll start like growing, he will have more opportunity to fight somebody. You know what I mean? But right now for this age, yeah, it's hard for me to find anybody. Only the times we mostly when I find him something is like a big tournament. When I go there and so maybe like one or two kids will be there for his weight. Do you know what his record is? He got 20 something, 20 something fights. I don't remember exactly. Okay. Yeah, but he, he lost some fights. Mostly when he was uh, younger. Okay. I started him at eight years old. His first amateur fight was at age eight? Yeah. I think his first fight when I took him, he was a, uh, was a ringside tournament. Really, it was a big tournament. When I took him, first fight he fought in there. <laughs> he always laughing about it. He said, Papa, man, you took me to the big star- tournament and I got demolished over there. <laughs> oh, did he? he lost his first fight? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, in a way, as long as you stick with it, that's yeah. not necessarily, you know. I think it was his first fight. Okay. Yeah. I, think for, yeah. I was saying that uh, actually to Jeremiah earlier about Oscar. And I think I said it to you the other day. Oscar's tough as shit. Yeah. Oscar is good, yeah. Yeah. He needs to be more at the gym. He's been missing lately. But okay. I think yeah. his mom got into a car accident. They live, they live 40. Far. They're like 45 minutes or something. Yeah. 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 And then his mom got into a car accident. So she was afraid to drive a uh, long distance. So his father was only bringing him like a few days a week because he works the other days. So now I think his mom is ready to take him. So he will be, should be at the gym more often. Okay, what's the plan for Chico? Chico got shoulder problem right now. He's not getting any better. Every time he got better, uh, he does something. He, uh, sparring and it gets worse again. 
So right now the, he got a new, uh, went to a new doctor, chiropractor, I guess, uh, needs to do MRI on his shoulder to see definitely what's happening with it. But yeah, injury, basically. Yeah. Okay. What about Casey? What the hell? That, that, that sucked. Casey won his first match at Golden Gloves. And he got and sick. He got sick. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, he won. I was like, holy shit, if you could somehow say you're a Golden Gloves champion the rest of your life, that'd be pretty cool. And, he, and, and then he, I was so excited, and then, oh, he got sick. I'm like, what? And he got he sick just, like six sick. I'm joking, but really sick. You know what I mean? That's cool, though. He won. He won. Yeah, he, he won really good, though. You know? He, he was very, uh, like, people noticed him over there. Yeah. When he won. People came to me, started talking to me, even the... Uh, the j- judges over there came to me. He's like, "Yo, man, he won three rounds like nonstop moving." You know, he's and asking, "What do you do with him?" You know, <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, that's C4." <laughs> <laughs> no, just playing. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who else has? Uh, um, can we expect to fight anyone else? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Lantis. Lantis, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen him in the gym in a, just a minute now. But no, no, he, he comes, he comes, he just, uh, I think he had some, uh, some death, stuff going death on. in his family again. Okay. Dang. Wow. Yeah, some. I could tell something happened. Okay. So he takes a little bit heavy on himself every time somebody passes in his family. Sure. Okay. Basically, he comes to the gym, even though his face a little bit like, you know, sad a little bit, like, you know, depressed a little bit. But, you know, he, he works it out, you know. He knows that that's the only place that probably helps. Probably him. makes you feel the best. Yeah. I, I, you know, agree. Yeah. How long have you been at the new location, Abdullah? A year. About a year. Okay. And it's been going good. Works really good. You're the one who helped me with this place. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who funded, right? You funded, yep. 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 You sent to me, hey, look, Abdullah, look at this location. What do you think? Yep. Me, me and you went to this location. Yeah, we went to check it out the first time. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, happy to help. <laughs> it's a good gym. Yeah. You know, it's it's good for me. I like the, uh, you know, very good boxing gym. I, I I think it's interesting strategically that you did away with the jujitsu. I think it's a good thing. It probably hasn't hurt business much. No, not really. But uh, I I love jujitsu, man. It just I can do both. Sure. You know, me being the main coach and do boxing and jujitsu, it's just really impossible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes sense. I don't have enough uh, space. It's just, uh, if you combine everything together, it's just, I can't run it. I got a little space, and then that space taking a lot of space. Like, the little space takes a lot of space <laughs> in my gym. I can't do the other classes. So what I did, I had a lot of people sign up in the waiting area. I mean, in the waiting list. I can't. I couldn't put them in other classes. So I canceled the jiu-jitsu and opened my other class. So I could add more people to Another boxing. boxing. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I did. And this way, I could concentrate more on boxing. You know what I mean? Makes sense. I'm 45, man. I don't have a lot of energy, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't do both. I get grumpy at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? I I can imagine. <laughs> Running, well, I mean, honestly, the whole get, thing is all... I got a little better with the patient, though. Man. You know, kids definitely taught me a patient. But you have experience as a physical education teacher also. Yeah, I used to teach three years uh, PE, PE classes. Oh, in sure. my, The school that my wife works. Yeah. Was that a good experience? Yeah. I mean, that kind of pushed me into coaching. Oh, okay. So I was dealing with a lot of kids, and I learned how to deal with a lot of kids at the same sure. time as I've been one uh, 
coach. Did you teach any boxing in those classes? <clears throat> Sometimes I would do like just for fun for them, something new. Yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> I but had a feeling. Like, do wrestling. He's probably your best gym coach. Yeah, 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 that's what they used to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <he was> definitely. <laughs> because uh, we, I used to do wrestling with them too and jujitsu too. Wow. I used to no, no, I used to do PE. That's how I started coaching. I used to do PE uh, classes, and after the uh, school, I used to after school I used to have jujitsu program over there in that school. For three years. Wow. And then me and my wife talk about it. She said, why don't you open? Everybody said, open your own place. Okay. And I was kind of debating, you know, how I'm going to do it. And I said, and my wife kind of supported. She's a big support, you know. If, uh, if she wouldn't support me. That's that's another uh, thing is uh, if, if you uh, other have your wife don't support you in your career, you're not going to make it. If you're a sucker and you listen to your wife, then you're not going to make it. But if Find you a different a good wife. wife you got a good wife and she's supporting you in what you do, then you'll make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you take Jeremiah, you got, got a girlfriend. I mean, so far she's supporting him. She everything. is supportive. I see yeah. her in there in the yeah. gym. She's That's a good thing. Yeah. His yeah. Fight. Sometimes even his relatives don't come, but she's always there, man. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's, she's, right now, I think, like, she's my number one supporter. Like, even when, like, like, those days, like, I'd be like, like, we be on the phone, I be like, I don't think I'm going to go to the gym today. My body's sore. She be like, shut up. You got to fight in two weeks. Wow. Get to the gym. Or, like, she just, you feel me? She just pushes me. And that's that's good. Yeah. Abdul, you've probably seen some good boxers who are good, and you're, like, excited about them. They're winning. <laughs> Then they get a girlfriend, and you're like, "Where the fuck? Where'd they go?" Yeah, that's, an, that's another thing. I'm all, <laughs> they just disappear. I'm always afraid they're gonna quit because when the, somebody come and then she here, I have a girlfriend, right? And I'm looking. I'm like, "Man, how's this guy with the girls? Is he a sucker or what?" A sucker, yeah. <laughs> because okay. I don't know. Because what if they one day they get a girl and just, then that's it? You don't see them no more. You think I'm a sucker? No. Yeah. <laughs> Thus far, it, w by the definition he's presenting, you're not because your yeah. girl, you haven't been missing time at the gym, right? Your girl is there supporting, yeah. right? So, in that definition of it, which makes sense. Now, like, now I'm looking at Lewis, great fighter. Oh, okay. Well, he gonna go. He's new in this country. And no I'm girlfriend. Always thinking, how what is this guy gonna act when he find a girl? Yeah, I do wonder that. You know what I mean? Lewis. We know for you, Snail, that's nice. Yeah. Yes, his girl's yeah, very, yeah, very his, supportive. Girl, his wife. It's very good for him. She's good at boxing. I watch her shadow boxing. I'm like, this girl knows yeah, what she's sure. doing. She was a good amateur fighter. I believe that. You know, that's how they met in the uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, that's how they met in the gym. You Makes know, sense. and he used to coach her for the fight too. He told me, you know, she showed me the video of her fighting, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I used to coach her for the fight. <laughs> that's cool. Hey. You know, and she she even told me if he ever quit, then I'm not gonna be with him. <laughs> just, to, just to push him forward. I mean, I know she's both. She's full. Of, you know, she's. If he had an injury or something. He's not going to leave him yeah, because yeah, yeah, of yeah. he's not going to box. But she's trying to tell him that, listen, man, if you're not going to box, I'm not going to be with you. That's She's pushing him. You know? I like Even that. though they have uh, financial problems. Sure. They come here, both of them work every day, like for 15 hours a day. You know? Wow. They, they work a lot of hours. And she, she told me, she said, he don't need to work if he don't have to work. I will support him uh, in boxing. I will, I will pay for everything. And, I, and and he don't feel good about it. Sure. He always works too, but he, he don't want to put everything on her. Sure. You know, he don't feel good about it. Sometimes I see he's down. Like, you know, I have to work and I have to do boxing, you know. And she tells him, she's supporting him. She's like, you you make it. And I, and I tell her, I look, you got a good wife, man. You know, like not a lot of women will do that. You know what I mean? 
I have met a lot of Cubans when they come here. They have a girlfriend. Girlfriend, tell me, go to work, man. This is boxing. Blah, blah. They push him away from boxing. Oh yeah, you got to help me pay bills. You got to yeah. pay all the bills. Yeah, yeah, like Diover, Diover. That would happen with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. He would have his girl in there sometimes. Yeah, that's why he quit. He said something about him needing to support his family or something. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, United States. Don't, don't want to talk shit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think he would argue with that. It makes sense. My wife, of course, being from Cuba, her sister came <laughs> last week and her mom came last week. And so when you come to this country, you know, you got to be like, how am I going to pay my bills? Yeah. So you're new to this country. It's not like you got a, a dad who's going to let you live in the basement. Yeah. Right? You got to, like, be paying rent and you got LG and E and water and, yeah. like, it's not. You on your own, especially when you come here and uh, if we talk about Cubans. I mean, Cubans got a special, uh, uh, like a program here, I guess. Uh, they they come here, they'll give them like a paper just to stay, but not paper even to work. Even they, when you look at the social security, they got they says like not eligible to uh, employment. Yeah, it depends on what type of you visa it is. You have to open an employment. Uh, yeah. An employment. Uh, the, what do you call the ID for unemployment? You got to then uh, apply for it down yeah, the road. So it takes works. months later. Yeah, so so it's not easy. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. For so, some of them, it is still though. Yeah, depends so, on the visa. Yeah, yeah. So, it depends how they came here. Correct. Some of them they came through Mexico, through somewhere the borders. They they mm-hmm. get locked up here for for a couple of months until. Yusniel said he did that. Yeah, he came to the United States, got locked up. They're like, oh, kicking you out. Kicked him. He's Cuban. You go back to Mexico, sent him to Mexico. They said yes, they to Mexico. <laughs> they did, well, he had yeah. came through Mexico, so they sent him back to I Mexico. Did. He had to live there for a few months. They then he had to sneak back in, basically. They even have the video. I saw the video of them, both of them, him and his wife, walking through the borders. Oh, really? With like a, like a, a huge like a caravan. They used to call caravan. Sure, like yeah. A lot of people walking, like a hiking trail, Oh, yeah. And they're all walking. Immigrating, and the, he had a video of them. And I think the first time when he left, uh, uh, what's the name of the country? Uh, what he was his wife from? Nicaragua. Yeah, when he left, he left by himself. And then I think he—I'm uh, not sure. I think it was Mexico. Then he went back for her. Oh wow! He went back. It's for a her. love story. Yeah, and they went back. They left together. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, coach, I got a question though. Yeah. Out of all your time, like training fighters, like all the fighters you've seen. What fighter have you trained, like, all the fighters, like, from, like, even if they quit? Like, what fighter have you trained and been like, damn, like, this kid's getting good? Like, like what fighter have you trained like that? Like, Amir, like, anybody. Like, he's mm. getting good. Who has the most potential? Yeah, like, total? Like, like, what fighter would you say has the most Highest potential? ceiling I would is say, what he's asking. I'm not going to bullshit. I'm trying, not going to try to... Uh, Hype you up and shit, but it's you, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, after you, I would say it was Marlon, but I'm not going to say anything about Marlon because Marlon don't box anymore. Yeah. Okay. You know, kind of, he kind of killed my hope. <laughs> but at that time, it was him. You know, because he don't box anymore. So after him, I would say you, but you're still boxing, though. Yeah. And I hope you still, you know, I oh, hope you're sticking still, with you know, it. I hope you still box. <laughs> what I liked when I asked you, Sneel, and Luis, as what is your plans? I'll ask Jeremiah the same question in just a moment, but I, I'll go ahead and give it away. I liked Yusniel's answer. <laughs> I said, what are you guys' plans after boxing? You know, you're going to try to, like, be a coach or get a normal job or have kids. You know, like, what's a realistic answer? Yeah. And he was like, to be a legend. <laughs> that's all he said like he had no plans after boxing yeah. at all other than just basically enjoy being a fucking legend yeah, yeah. 
Sitting in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to everyone worshiping me. Yeah. Me, being, me being king. <laughs> no, that was very confident. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jeremiah, what's your plans after boxing? Same thing. Not be a legend, but I really, like, after boxing, I hope, I hope, like, I've made enough money where I can just chill. Yeah. Chill. No, I might, I, and I think I will open a gym, like, around my uh, area. Like, where I grew up in Newburgh, like, around there. Because, like, it's bad. Like, there's a lot of kids, like, like getting into, like, I be seeing kids at my school, like, little kids sagging, talking about gang stuff. I'll be like, you can be better than this, bro. Sure. So, like, I'll probably open a gym, like, around this area. Sure. Just, Just to help your community. Yeah, help out the community. Probably, like, where you had your gym at. Open it up right there, the old one. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, open it up right there. That was a good location. The only problem, sometimes there was crack some crackheads right bro. outside the door. Bro, well, I was there. They would just come yeah. in there. They would just yeah, come, they would in. come inside and ask for money. I, I tell them, yo, listen, you can do this outside, but don't come inside. Man. <laughs> I remember one time one ran in and just started hitting the bag. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. You could tell it wasn't a boxer. What? It, it mean, wasn't was, somebody who trains there because he, he was like throwing punches. Like yeah, it. I mean, there was shootings all the time. Like you hear, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah, somebody pulled a, didn't somebody pull a gun out on you? Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. You feel, so somebody did pull a, a gun on a duel behind the gym. It, it was right on the side of the gym. You know, those uh, the little houses over there. Well, yeah. I guess projects. I don't know where you go. But, uh Yeah. The, the 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 kids was running and the adults was running in the circle of the neighborhood at night. Not at night. They started day and it started getting darker, so they were still running in the circles. And the, the, then the kids, uh, Ali came to me. I mean, the other kids were running. They, they said, "Man, those two guys right there." They, they keep picking on everybody. Everybody, the, all the fighters was like pass through them. They're like, "Yo, you want to box? You want to fight?" Like they were picking and they're like they were picking like in the like with the curses, like you know the hard way. Even on the kids. I'm like, what the, like, what's wrong with this guy, man? You know, like, the, the two adults yeah. messing with the kids. So I went there, but I'm stupid, and I didn't take any. I just wanted to talk. You 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 didn't take a gun with you? Yeah. And uh, and I was, I didn't even come close. I, we were talking, like, through the grass, you know, like, through the yard, you know. And uh, and one of the younger one, one was an older guy, and one was a little younger than him. And I said, yo, I said, yo, guys, what's, what's up? Are you guys saying something to the kids? And uh, other, the older guys say, yo, yo, don't, don't, don't come here, don't come here, man. And know, uh, and uh, so I stopped. I, I know, I noticed it was gonna be a problem. Me coming too, too close, you know. So I'm just standing there, and I said, all right, all right. And I'm turning around, and then this lent is running. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. So it could have been Lentis, though. I ain't gonna lie. It could have been he saved my life that day, man. Hey, he was running, and he stopped. And when I was when I turn around, start walking away, I hear like footsteps in the grass, like running. What? Yeah, I turn around. When I turn my head around, there was a gun already in my head. Oh my god! Damn. Yeah. And you know the, the reaction when you see something like that, you kind of like duck, you know, like quick, you know. So I duck, took little steps back, like boom, boom, and I just stood there, and he's just standing like, 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 you know. And he's, I think he stopped. You don't know because a lot of shootings in the area. You know what I mean? Because when he ran into him and put the gun in my head, Lentis started, right. he started yelling. He's like, yo, 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 what are you doing? And that's when he like stopped and looked at Lentis. 
So do you think he you was trying to mean? pistol whip you or he was trying to shoot you? No, he wasn't trying to hit me. No, he was already in, in my head. He was if going he for shooting him. Yeah, he would have wanted to like, hit me with a gun. He would have okay. hit me. You know Damn. I mean? So Lantis like, might have yeah. legit saved your life. Yeah. And then we we went over there. We we did our thing. We went back. But they wasn't there already. Sure. You know, so we were going around checking. So then Lantis That's stayed with crazy. you, and you, you and Lantis walked back in the gym together. Like, whew, yeah, that was yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But not only we went, but we went, we got some stuff, and we went back over there, and some guys came out of the gym, too, looking for them, but no, it wasn't there. <laughs> of course. And that's where you want to open your gym? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it was, I'm not saying it was all the way back. No, I boxed there for a while. I was there for a while. I had some good stuff over there, and yeah. also sometimes it was a trouble, you know, but it wasn't like trouble like that. It was like... Like you know, sometimes, yeah. very few. Yeah. yeah, but for me, it was. I'm used to this. I came from the gym. It was worse in that neighborhood. Sure. You know what I mean. I think most boxing gyms are known for being kind of in shitty neighborhoods. Yeah, that's where all the fighters come from. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> you never find like good boxers in like high-born neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. Ever. You could find them when is every boxer starts like. Uh, like in a bad neighborhood, they become a good fighter. When they become a good fighter, they'll go to camps or they go uh, bad, bad, like uh, bigger gyms, better gyms, maybe in, the, in a better neighborhood even, right? But it's not, they, they didn't start over there. Gotcha. It's a lot of fighters that come from different places into that gym. Makes sense. And yeah. like pro fighters, they're like, oh, okay, that's a big gym. Like Gleason's, if you take a Gleason's gym, right? Uh, a lot of fighters they start there too, but a lot of fighters they 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 go there uh, from different uh, gyms, like local neighborhoods, small gyms. But they, they already have experience. Then they go to that gym. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. My family on my dad's side, the Dugan side, is from Yonkers, New York, and through marriage, I'm actually related to the guy who started Gleason's gym. Okay. Yeah. okay. I used to go there. I think he was Jewish, and his last name wasn't even Gleason. I forget what it was, but he made it Gleason because that sounded better or something. Yeah. You used to go to Gleason's? Yeah. Good gym? Yeah. I mean, it's big. He got like four or five rings over there. One of the most, like, uh, maybe legendary boxing gyms in the world, maybe? I don't know in the world, but in that area for sure, yeah. yeah. A lot of fighters... Uh, They'll do good spine. If they even do like boxing matches over there, they do boxing uh, like shows, amateur shows, not pro, but amateur. Yeah. Mm. Jeremiah, who's your favorite active boxer? Shakur. Okay. Shakur. He would beat Tank. He beat Loma. Oh no! I just think he's good. You okay. Know, you know Shakur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just, I just think I think like I like fighters that like hit and don't get hit, but I also like fighters like. I watch sometimes I watch Sugar Ray Leonard like fighters that like know how to like brawl too because like I don't want to like like I don't like getting hit. nobody likes getting hit but I don't want to be a fighter that just runs around the ring like my last fight I got robbed because all I, I I felt like I mean I, I everybody felt like I won but I understood why I lost because like he wasn't on my level I was just but I was. Proving that too much. I was running around the ring. You were trying to avoid getting hit. Yeah, he wasn't hitting me for real, but I feel like if I would have stayed in the pocket a little more, changed with him, and then move. That's and, interesting. So you're I trying would. to develop the style you want to yeah. instead of just trying to win at all costs. Yeah, I'm trying to like be able to brawl, 
I mean, just, we, just have we did try to do a rematch with the other kid. They didn't take it. Yeah, they yeah. didn't take it. They said it's too early for him. What? For the other kid. So they, they knew. They knew that had Jeremiah stayed in the pocket, like, yeah. if you really wanted to, made it real him. ugly. Yeah, yeah I could have stopped him. I could have stopped him. What do you think of that? Um, it does make sense. I would, from my perspective, I'm not a coach, but I would say, Jeremiah, I'd rather you are uh, like Floyd Mayweather, someone who's real good at not getting hit, than let's say uh, Miguel Cotto or you know someone who who or uh, uh, even Manny. We've seen Manny Pacquiao get knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> we would try to if we could, we'd say Jeremiah, let's try to avoid that. Right. At all costs. Yeah. But at a certain point, you still want to be offensive. Yeah. That's what I need to work on. Like, I feel like I got uh, my a lot of footwork, and my defense is all right. But I do I, – I need to work on, like, working, like, in the pocket. Like, exploding, a lot of stuff. But in and out. In and out. Yeah. Not really in the pocket. Not like – In the pocket is more dangerous. Yeah, but uh, it depends how you take it. I always tell them in and out. You yeah. attack papa pa, pa, a little bit back and again. In and out. Loma is more like time. in and out and then angles in and out. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. But not just like in the same pocket, just stay there and like, I yeah. hit you, you hit me. Sure. No, no, I'm not talking about like that. No. Yeah. And uh, w- which he he's still learning. Like I said, you know, we're uh, working on his mistakes and uh, trying to improve him because sometimes he learns something and he doesn't. Uh, not not right now. Right now he's getting it. But before he was in uh, mixing, mm. like let's say I would say, okay, you gotta move, right? And you gotta uh, throw while you're moving. So he would move, but then he he would move too much. <laughs> Sometimes he would he he rather he needed to stay and bang with somebody, right? Because the the, the person don't have nothing for him, right? Sure. He, you don't have to move away from him like gotcha. that. But that sometimes he made a mistake. He would move too much. And that's what he did in the mo- the, the fight that you yeah, got robbed. Yeah, that's what in. he did in the uh, yeah. Even yeah. though he won, but he he was moving too much. If he would move less and just commit to his punches, he would stop that kid. Even know? though you think he won, but the, you did. It was the judges said the other guy won, right? Yeah, okay. they completely robbed me. Like I wanted to, as soon as they raised his hand. I, okay, this is what happened. Like, like at the end of the fight, I was confident. We went to the middle of the ring. The the dude grabbed my hand. And then he let go of my hand to go get the paper that says who won. Judges scorch cards. Yeah, he looks down at them. He said, red corner. I'm in a red corner. He mm-hmm. said, red corner, right? And then they said, blue corner. Oh, uh, so and he. Then I'll, so at, from that point, I'm like, I didn't really hear what they said. So I'm like, okay, maybe they said something wrong. So I'm like, I ain't worried about it. So I was a little nervous when he got my hand. Usually, I like, I'll be on my knees or something. You feel me? But, but as soon as they grabbed my hand, I was like, they about to rob me. So they gave it to him, and I just turned to like, I just turned to my coach. I turned to coach Danilo, everybody, and I was like, I I didn't want the medal or nothing. I was so mad, bro, because it's not like don't forget that those judges are also uh, human. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I'm just saying, like sometimes maybe they look at somebody a uh, particular person and they don't like him. Sure, they will go against you. Sure, yeah. yeah, that makes and sense. He told me yeah. he told me that I feel like he felt like that Chris. 
was the main reason why, uh, like, they didn't really like us. Chris came out with Young Boy. He was talking to a dude. He had a yeah, ski mask. So they didn't like y'all's gym for Chris. Yeah, yeah, for Chris. yeah. Chris is good. Yeah, yeah he's good. But they, could, they, couldn't, they couldn't rob Chris because Chris did dominated. Like, dominated too much. If they would rob him, they would be like, what the heck? And Chris is the <laughs> nicest noticeable. kid in the world. What the hell? So they didn't like him because he, you said he came out with a ski mask on. So they, they thought he looked like a thug. in a fight. Like, you can't, like, talk to him like... They, I guess they ain't like that. He was confident. I wish I would have seen that. Chris can be funny sometimes during class. He'll start goofing around. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Acts like he's like doing goofy stuff, like moving around. <laughs> yeah, Chris he is does funny, bring man. good show, though. Everybody yeah. loves to watch him box. How's Chris doing? He's doing better now. Yeah. A little bit of a health issue, but we expect. Hoping yeah. to see him. Did I see him in the gym recently? He yeah. came for one time. I did see him there, and then I meant to say hi to him. And before I turned around, he left. Maybe he was there for the kids' class or something. I or? told you I seen him, Coach. He came in the gym, and then he just left. This was not the day that he came for a class. This was like a day he just came in, and then he just left. Yeah, I saw him there one Maybe, day. maybe. Because recently. Like I, I did contact him a couple of days ago. He said something was bothering him and with the health issues. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why he left that day. Yeah. No, Chris somebody who has a could have a, 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 I mean, obviously, if he's healthy. <laughs> but when healthy, he's pretty lightweight. How much does he fight at? I mean, he fought, what, 130, I think? 130. 130? Yeah. Okay. But he's really tall. Okay. He's tall. One, okay. But I think he lost a little weight. He's trying to get some weight back because of him being in a coma for, I mean, two weeks. And but his style is real, like, he's, like, real light on his feet. And, like, he seems like he's... Yeah, he is good. Yeah. He's like naturally, a, naturally he likes to move. I mean, when when uh, when I used to coach him, I mean, he was a tall, uh, always a tall, skinny. So I coached him in a particular way, so he uh, so he could box, not brawl. He's you know? more of a boxer than yeah, a brawler. So he moves his feet. He's really, really good. And I'll probably say the best one in the gym who's keeping the right distance between him and his opponent. He'll be like floating, like almost like um, Ali or, or Sugar Ray Robinson or something at a circular angle away from me. Yeah. And I'm like, like he's just got real interesting um, like angle type thing. And then it seems like he's kind of like floating. Yeah, he, he, he punches from different yeah, angles too. So it's really hard for people to box him. Yeah, you know his hands are really like long and sh- kind of like uh, thin, sharp. And he switches from. I was gonna say he, yeah, he he's comfortable doing South both. Yeah. Ducks, yeah. But we'll see. Let's see. You know, sometimes God, you know, gives uh, uh, good skills, but don't give good health. Yeah. So, I, I told him when he was in the hospital when he got better. I said, man, don't even worry about boxing, man. Sure. Right now, your life is more important than boxing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, House of Warrior, do we have any openings right now? New people can sign up to, to box? Who are you looking for? Yeah, I mean... Uh, you looking for I old white guys? I have a waiting list. I have waiting list, you know? But uh, I announced like a couple of days ago on Facebook everywhere and Instagram, like, if you guys come into my gym, if I, don't, if I don't see you for a couple of weeks, you got to let me know because I'll be assuming that, you know, you're not coming back. So I start, you need to let me know if you're coming back or not because I need uh, new members to come in. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, I know that's probably so annoying, bro. Like, oh, some, yeah. like they'll come, like, you have a waiting list of people who actually want to box. Somebody will come to the gym for one day and then just quit. That's yeah. so annoying. I and that's why I feel like we need more amateur boxers like in the gym. Like dudes that's coming from other people's gym to fight. Like that one kid, I forgot his name. He's tall. The tall black dude I spar, you know what I'm talking about? Uh he 
He's tall. He's kind of bigger. Black dude. Everybody you spotted was black dude. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro. He's from, he said he's from TKO. He's from TKO. He came. He he's been in our gym for a little minute now. Oh, that was a couple months oh, ago. You sparred him. You talk about heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah he's, he's maybe decent. He'll be LB. That's why I want more good. Like, was that a couple months ago? You guys went. It was a pretty hard. You guys were like pretty good. Uh, it was probably like, uh, yeah, probably like a month ago. Yeah, I'm I think tell, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. How I feel when people come from, from other gyms. Let's hear. It. Personally, I don't care when they come, right? I'm not going to stop them from coming. But there's some way in that in deep inside me, like, I don't like it. Why? Why? Because I know the other coaches will talk shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I While had, they're I coaching? Had, I had these arguments with the other coaches, you know? And I keep telling them, listen, if they, they come to me and I tell them, did you talk to your coach? And he said yes, and he did talk to his coach, and he told him that I'm leaving, right? Mm. This is... My job is to take him as a coach, as a gym owner. I'm not gonna re, uh, turn refuse people anybody. away. Yeah, he yeah. didn't do nothing, right? Let's yeah. say that kid didn't do anything. He's a good kid, and he just come. He decided to leave his gym to come to my gym. What I'm gonna do? Tell him no. I'll go back to your coach. I'm not like gonna do that. My job, my job is to take him, right? Of course, if you want to stay open, if yeah. you want to stay in, is Jeremiah, it, what do you like, want? You want that, new training partners or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You would be screwing Jeremiah over if you didn't take the new people in who wanted to come. Yeah, not only that. I mean, why would but I... the why, business, why, too, why, to pay why, the bills. Why, why would I say to the other kid, I'm not going to take you? He didn't do nothing bad for me. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, my job is to coach. That's it. But some coaches may be thinking that... Uh, I, I know what they're thinking. They just... Like, my, my guys, they know for sure. I'm not going around and telling people, come to my gym. They're just not me. If I say that, I will go against myself. I, I don't do shit like that. You know, I don't go around you don't and go whisper to fighters, yo, you come check me out. You're not messaging you know, even people. Even though a lot of people do that, a lot of coaches I know do a that. fighter who does. Uh, you know? Yeah, you know, don't say nothing. Yeah, you, <laughs> know, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. You yeah. mean a coach? A coach, yeah, a coach yeah. who does But that. I don't do stuff like that, you know what I mean? They, they ask me, it's like, hey, where can we spar? Like, where can we come in and spar? I say, yeah, come in and spar, but, you know, talk to your coach. You know what I mean, but but some, yeah. sometimes I feel like maybe coach is thinking I'm t- I'm telling to, to yeah. come to my gym, but which I don't do that. Me myself, I have been involved in some like some snake stuff with coaches. One time, uh, I'm not gonna say what coach or anything, no names or anything. One time he had went out of town and nobody had come to the gym because you know head coach is not there. They feel like they don't have to come to the gym, and I wanted to spar. So one time I called a coach, this fighter, to like see if he can pick me up to bring me to their gym. And he brought me to his gym to spar. We sparred and then his coach talked to me and like tried to make it like his gym was like so good. Like made it like was making it like like I like just trying to convince me to come over to his gym. And and then another time he came over to our gym. And he told me something that, like, he know he shouldn't have told me. Mm. And that he showed me something that my coach told him. And just trying to, like. Stir some shit up. Yeah, stir some stuff up. And I looked at He thought that that was going to make me look at my coach. Like, like, why didn't he tell me? But that just made me look at him, like. And then tell your coach about it. Yeah, I told Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Is that coach still welcome in House of Warrior to come bring fighters no, no, in? we all cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty open. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I mean, sometimes it bothers me, but you know what? I'm doing it for the sake of my fighters, man. You know, I, I don't. coach is not going to spar my guy. He's just going to bring his guys, and <laughs> yeah. the guy's going to spar my guys. That's, all I, that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
basically uh, a lot of coaches uh not really united here i would say yeah is that common is that like in new york that was kind of how it was I think it's everywhere like that. Maybe yeah, that's what I, kind of what I'm thinking. My gym is better than yours. I, I teach better than you. MMA does yeah. that too. Jiu-jitsu, yeah, you know, yeah. same type shit. Yeah. I think it's everywhere like that. Okay. I'm always trying to uh, stay away from the drama. Like, yeah. cold <laughs> drama, I swear. But sometimes I feel like this shit fucking <laughs> pulling me in, like, like uh, pulling me in, you know? Hey, yeah. I can't but say I'm always trying to stay away, man. I'm not getting involved in that shit. I can't say out of all the coaches I've met, well, he's the most unproblematic one. Every coach that I've met will, like, either say some slick stuff or just, like, you can tell that they're not, like, a good person. <laughs> like, no. No, you're pretty transparent. You give me compliments, man? <laughs> he's still an old, he's still an old, old bitch, but, you know, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, you're pretty transparent. I think you like to, you know, you, you get to have a business. You get to uh, do something you enjoy, right? Yeah. You make money from it. No, I'm not a rich guy. I'm still <laughs> struggling every month with shit, you know? I mean, at least I know what I do is my thing and I love it. You know what I mean? Even though I'm financially, you know, struggling. But, hey, man, that's, that's life, man. You know? I've been in the worst situations. So what, what, what I have now is a blessing, you know? I can imagine. You said you like to try to um, stay out of the drama and stuff, and I, I respect that. I, however, I like to be. I know. I like. To, <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I like to at least know what's going on with it. You know, what I mean, it's fun. It is fun. Bro. Uh, you know, I mean, the one when you, the way you do it is a joke too. People notice, and it's not like you're for real. You know, like trying to stir shit up. Yeah. You do it as a joke, but so yeah. it's fun. I'm not bored, at least you know. Yeah. <laughs> I try to joke around with um, uh, what's his name uh, Luis I was sparring with him and I was like hoy es la dia de tu muerte what's that mean before, right before we sparred today is the day you die <laughs> oh <laughs> he, the shit, right? he was like smiling like looking kind of like rolling his eyes like okay <laughs> <You know? laughs> like we can't communicate at all did you I, say it seriously or yeah, was you like yeah 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 how'd you say it he, like Hoy es la día de la muerte. I mean, Louis knows he's joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, had to, had to oh, know I was Louis joking. Louis always goes easy on him. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. He'll let, he, he won't throw many punches, yeah. and he's letting me, like, swing, and he's just, like, trying to be defense, Tyson Fury, defense. you know, like, do the head movement stuff. And every once in a while, he's, like, putting himself in tough situations. I'll connect a little bit, but he, he still isn't throwing punches on me. Okay, I'll, so, I'll make sure he knows that you said that you connect some. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, because he's, like... Come on, come on. He's telling me to go harder the whole time. Basically, like, hit me. I want you to. And then even if I do connect a little, he's still not even throwing the punch back. I'm sure he could be. Um, but he's just, like, working on his defense. It's pretty cool to see. Who did I see do two-on-one? They were doing some two-on-one training. Yes, Neil. I did, little, I, think, I did a little bit, yeah. Okay, were you doing that? I used, I used to do it all the time on Amir sometimes. So, Yusniel, was it uh, Mo and Ali were going against uh, uh, Luis maybe or something? I remember Luis. I remember Yusniel. Okay, maybe yeah. those two against Yusniel. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I do it just for the fun and just for, I always say, uh, four hands is better than two hands. If you can see four hands flying towards you, then two hands will be easier to see. Makes sense. You know, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting like two good guys against one guy. You know? Sure. Yeah. Two yeah. Guys, two you know? newer guys. Yeah. 
just more like defense and react fast, you know. But I don't do this all the time. I just sometimes, man. Okay. Well, good stuff. I appreciate both of you coming on the show today. Before we wrap things up, I mean, Jeremiah, you got an Instagram. Uh, what you know when you're promoting yourself as a uh, amateur fighter, and then of course when you turn pro. Uh, I assume maybe your Instagram. What what social media plugs do you like to mention? Uh, I mean, you don't really have to. Eat. I don't need my social media. No. They'll, they'll All that matters me. is you winning your boxing matches. Yeah, they'll find me. Okay. They'll find me, so. Okay. That's fair. That's probably a good strategy, right? <laughs> yeah. Abdullah, what what about you? Uh, yeah, anyone follow listen? House of Warrior. Follow House of Warrior. <laughs> yeah, that's that's they follow House of Warrior. Yeah. Um, if someone's listening, how could they? Anyone listening? Earlier, I asked, "Are you look?" I was, I was trying to say, "Are you looking for older white guys who aren't going to compete?" Is that, is that who the ideal? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> you let me come in. You let me come in. You're a special case, bro. <laughs> okay. In all seriousness, who's the ideal person? Younger person? I would say younger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I need younger people. So uh, I had a waiting list, but also. I'm not going to discriminate, but I'm going to tell the truth. As a boxing coach, I would, if I would have two guys and uh, trying to sign up, one 16, I'll say one tw- another one's 25, I will take 16-year-old man. I see. Yeah, it makes you know, sense. I need uh, younger fighters, and I need uh, more younger so they could motivate others to train. Makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not doing Zumba classes, man. I'm not doing uh, fitness boxing. Yeah. You know, I'm doing boxing. Even my guys that come in, the new guys, in, in some point when they're in the class, they would do like light sparring. They need to light sparring. Yeah. I for kinda, I'm not forcing, but it's kind of forced, but not forced. If they don't want to like spar, they say they, they always come up, maybe some with excuse like, oh, I forgot my mouthpiece today. Yeah. That's, okay, that's what you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know that he's full of shit, but he just don't want to box today. I said, okay. I said, if you don't box, okay. I said, he hit the back today. You know? That, that one kid, what's his name? Uh, who let's always let's go, call somebody out. Who always goes? <laughs> <laughs> who is it? That one kid. He, uh, he's he's new, but like he's What getting, ethnicity? He's, he's like, I think he's Mexican or something. He's getting okay. good quick. You know what I'm talking about. Is he tall, shorter? I've him a couple times. He always goes with Luis. Uh, he got the red gloves, the ponytail. Ah, he's Gerardo. Young, Southpaw. Yeah, Her- yeah, yeah Gerardo. Southpaw. Gerardo. He's going to be good if he sticks with it. I yeah, agree. He's, he's long. He's pretty long, too. Yeah. 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 Right? Kind of thin and long. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he is Southpaw. But is that what you were Okay, so I thought you were calling someone out for, for getting their mouthpiece. He likes to spar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gerardo. He, he's new. He needs more time. Oh, yeah. For no. anybody good. Yeah. And I'm not trying to break him, you know. Put him somebody good, somebody good. Yeah, I don't I don't like when uh, I always tell my guys, don't don't spar with the new guys. Don't go hard on them, man. You know, I don't want you to kill the uh, confidence. Uh, confidence, man. You Make know, them quit. Spirit, you know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you need to build them uh, slowly, man. You got some people progressing in there. You know, there's guys, you know, at least that I see. They, like even like Malachi, for example, mm-hmm. he comes in. He's like doesn't take any breaks or anything. He's always jumping rope. He's got good conditioning. Malachi, yeah. Malachi um, I guess like a real real light skinned Mitchell. Um, I think it's Malachi. You got dreads? No. Oh, it's about a younger boy. Yeah, younger. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, sixteen, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, yeah. He he's like one eighty, hundred eighty really pounds. Quiet, really real, quiet. Qu- real quiet. Yeah, real quiet. I know you're yeah, about but, but 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 what I mean is, I remember seeing him start. Mm-hmm. And he's slowly progressing, and he's he's getting comfortable sparring where he can go, you know, yeah. somewhat. I'm not looking at everybody be a amateur fighter. 
if some some people want to do it for themselves, man, you know, if they do it for themselves and they build a confidence even in life, I, mean, I see a lot of people they come no have no confidence, mm. no no self esteem, man. You know what I mean? But then when they get better, the confidence goes up. They talk more. They, you could you you could see like they you know like they posture. You know, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. If someone knows how to box. A man knows how. To, I guess for a female too, yeah. a person knows how to box. They at least like have some degree of confidence about life. Some yeah. degree, right? Some some people need friends too, man. Some people they're not good friends. They're not good, you know, social. So they come to the gym. They have friends. They you know they hang out. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's a big thing for people too. Not only learning boxing. Being in the class, that's why I like to do classes a little bit different, like more like European style, not just one by one on one. You know what I mean? What, what, what does, can you explain to me? Because all I've ever attended for boxing classes in my life have been your boxing classes for me. So you're saying there's a difference between one-on-one versus European. What do you mean? Like if you go a lot of uh, gyms here, like boxing gyms, they don't teach big classes. Oh, you Maybe do? Two, three Sometimes people. we'll have 20, 30 people in there and you're teaching yeah. the whole class. Okay. And then, uh, they don't do partner work mm. also. Like okay. When we do partner work, I would say maybe like kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, they do partner work. Correct. In boxing, like in American style, they don't do that. Mm. They, I, I would say they started doing it a little bit more, more than before, just because I think they're learning more from the other countries, how they run the classes and stuff like that. So you, they would have someone like Jeremiah, and it would be like you holding the pads for him, you telling him to hit the bag, yeah, I mean, you then need, him sparring. I mean, don't, He's don't, not going to ever take, be in a group Don't class. take me wrong, man. One-on-one, you, one, you need that. Yeah. Like Jeremiah, when I teach him, hold the pads for him or tell him what to do, that's one-on-one. Sure. On one. But he also needs to be in the class too. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? For partner work, like throwing each other combinations and dodging okay. punches. You, you learn like that better. Not only in sparring, you hit the bag and then you go sparring, then in the sparring you make a lot of mistakes because you're not used to working with the other person. You know what I mean? But when sure. you work as a partner, okay, that you're developing sense. seeing punch coming towards you, dodging, uh, applying, you know, back, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like we were saying, you could look real good on the bat or ju- and jumping rope or pads. and pads. Like, you could look great on all like, of it, but then when it comes to sparring, you haven't done it very much. Like, <laughs> so, like Soviet Union style, like, you know, like in Russia they used to do, in Cuba they used to do. Sure. So now they just need to came to my gym, Louis came, but when I'm doing the classes, it's really normal for them. Oh, okay. So Even it's though they're pro fighters, good fighters, there's, there's other like beginners mm. who they, they wait too much for them, but they're still doing my class. Would you say that your boxing program is like a Soviet style boxing program? A little bit, yeah. That's would, it's I not was, a it's not more, a bad thing. Some of it, some of it not because uh, like don't forget I I learned my basics in uh, in back home in Russia. Yeah, I'm from Tajikistan. Yeah, but it used to be a part of Soviet Union, but okay. then, until they broke off. Okay, so you're someone says you're Russian. That's inaccurate. I'm half. Okay, my mom is Ukrainian and half Russian. Okay, so there's a lot of mix. My father is Bukharian Jew. Okay. So he's not even he's not even considered Russian, even though his language is second language is Russian. Okay. He speaks Russian, yeah. but his Bukhara is from Uzbekistan. Okay. So I have a lot of mix in them, and now my wife is mixed too. Okay. A lot of mix, and she's half Russian, half Tatar, and my kids, I don't know who they are. Yeah. So somebody, <laughs> somebody asks me like what nationality, I would always like love to say, man, I'm a human being, and I'm, first of all, I'm Muslim, but I'm a sure. human being. I don't really, and I hate the racism. I hate when somebody is calling me like you this type of race or this type of race. Man, I'm a human being, especially me being too much mixed. Sure. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And really, everybody's mixed. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. We look different, but I do think it's cool House of Warrior seeing the people come in and I'm like, where's this guy from? You know, I I like to ask him to yeah, to yeah. know because it, it it has a nice mixture of Asians, African Americans, you know, white guys. Yeah. Tons of Cubans, but then there's plenty of like Mexicans too. Um, yeah, I have a lot of Mexicans. I have, a, I, I mean, I'm probably the only dream probably have the, this much mix. You know, I wonder why. Yeah. Huh? I wonder why. Maybe I'm because I'm not American. Maybe. <laughs> okay. We don't have that many I, white I, I, people. May, may, no, I, but I always joke that I'm the people, minority there. Maybe people feel I definitely comfortable am. with me because I'm also uh, not, not American. I don't know. It could be both. I don't know. Sure. And I have a lot of uh, Muslim kids too from like Iraq or Kurdish or uh, Mor- Egypt. Mauritania. Yeah, Mauritanian kids. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, Somali kids. I mean, I have a lot of different nationalities. And uh, the thing I love is everybody's getting along, man. Sure. You know. Oh, yeah. You even, never the see white, it. even the white people like you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Casey and Zach, <laughs> Michael, that new guy, Michael. Yeah, there's not that many white guys. I mean, there's white guys. Yeah, I have a uh, white kids in the kids. Uh, kids oh, in the kids class, class. I'm yeah, talking about. I, I think about it. I think I'm the only black person, right? Like the Lantis. Only... Oh, okay, okay. Me and Lantis. DJ. Oh, let, let's make this shit straight, bro. You're not uh, fully black. You have Puerto Rican. Right. Okay. <laughs> Is that right, Jeremiah? Your dad's your dad's from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. Honestly, that I doesn't know that. I, yeah, I, I didn't found out recently, man. Yeah, he yeah. he never like really talks about it, but my great I would say probably he considers himself more like a black because yeah, he yeah, raised yeah, him and stuff. He because actually, he, he does, uh, he's a black, but he's like light skin. I would never say he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, but he was born in Puerto Rico. Uh, no. Oh, okay, so he's Puerto he Rican was parents. Born here, my granny and well, okay, my my granny's fully Puerto Rican. Gotcha. I see. Her whole family's Puerto Rican. I see. But his dad is black and Puerto Rican. Okay. And that his makes mom, it... guess who? Jamaican. Well, right? Jamaican. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So that's not uh, just straight, normal, regular African-American. Not that it even matters. So like you said. Mixed, he's mixed everything. So. Yeah. No wonder your dad signed you up for boxing. He has Puerto Rican background. Yeah, I guess so. Right? <laughs> he, he did it when he was younger, but he didn't never did it. He like, wished he did. Yeah. He, he and he was like, did. this is my son. I want him to do it. Yeah, I guess. That's cool. Him and dad don't talk much. But yeah. I always tell him, man, listen, bro, don't don't matter what happened to you, you in between you and the father, you need to talk to him, man. Yeah. Father okay. is the father, man. You know? Even though maybe they don't agree with each other on some stuff, but they need to talk, man, more often. We slowly starting to talk a little more. He's, he wants to come to my fight that I got coming up, but I don't know. It's just growing up, I see him do a lot of stuff to, like, me and my brothers. Okay. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, Abdul, it's like just forget, just forget about all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. People. Change, Forgiveness man. is important, yeah, Abdul. People change. Man. Yeah. Give him an, I told him, give your father another chance, man. Okay. You know, no, I ain't gonna lie. He's showing me like he's changed. Okay. Real. That's good. He and he 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 might go to this fight. Uh, yeah, the one. This next up. one. Okay. I'm Great. so glad that's not like. Next week, I really like. You were thinking in your head, like I was. That's why I've been like doing so much stuff. Like I've been training so hard because I'm. No, you've got quite a bit of time. If it's the twenty seventh, today is the tenth. You have seventeen days, two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, you got time. All right, well, guys, I appreciate you coming on the show. House of Warrior, located on Fern Valley, previously on Naomi, over in the Newburgh area. 
now over on Fern Valley, right off Interstate 65. Check it out. Uh, contact Abdullah about possible possible openings. Jeremiah Poole, uh, uh, Ruslan, Abdullah, or is it Abdullah Ruslan? Doesn't matter. Uh, Ruslan, <laughs> Ruslan Abdullah Amanov. Thank yeah. you very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Man. Yeah. I also want to thank everyone for tuning in. Of course, I'll have another episode of the Kelly Patrick Show out soon.